You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Hey guys, Michael. And this week it's a whole new world. Jordan. What? You never had a friend like me. You mean so, such a bad friend? <laughs> the best friend you ever had. <laughs> uh, this week we're talking about the remake of Aladdin with Will Smith and the Yellow Ranger. Pink Ranger. She's the Pink Ranger? Yes. I thought she's the Yellow Ranger. No. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I know my Power Rangers, Michael. Yeah, I'm like, aren't you the Power Rangers person? <laughs> I knew it was one of them, okay? <laughs> At least I didn't say it was like the Red Ranger or something. <laughs> or the Blue Ranger would be more appropriate since it's the Blue Genie. The Blue Genie. Yeah. So did Will Smith measure up to the late, great, legendary Robin Williams? Stay tuned. To find out. Da, 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 da. We've also got Brightburn. So we've got a lot of, um, what's the theme this week? A retreading of old territory, but in new ways? I was going to say, not really, because Brightburn is... Well, it's Superman. It's derivative. Just like Aladdin's derivative of the original Aladdin. It's, it's Superman, der- but it's not Superman. <laughs> it's Well, I've been, I've been told that it's Chronicle meets Superman, but I don't think that's accurate. I think it's more like... Omen meets Superman. <laughs> Super, Superman meets the good son. It's the good son. You never, I, t- I mentioned this before. I forgot you said you never saw it. Basically, it's Macaulay Culkin playing a psycho kid. I like mine better. And Elijah Elijah Wood is the the protagonist, quote unquote. No, my knowledge is better. Mine's Damien. Demon, like the actual devil child. <laughs> no, mine's better. <laughs> You've never seen the good son, so you don't know the analogy. Have you seen Omen? I've seen the one, the remake with uh, what's her face, the chick from Save the Last Dance. Okay, well, Frozen listening out there, <laughs> who has the better analogy for Brightburn? Write us in, let us know. The good son. If you don't, if you haven't seen the good son, you can't vote. <laughs> we also have Attack on Titan and One Punch Man for anime. Before we get into news of the week, as per usual, but before we get into all that stuff, Michael, all that goodness. You still haven't caught up with Shield Hero, have you? No, I haven't. I've been I, and honestly, I I barely watched uh, Brightburn and Aladdin this weekend. I, I remember I had to hit you up like in the middle of the weekend, like, "Hey, did you see Brightburn?" Hoping that you were gonna say you hit, no. You hit me up yesterday. Yeah, not, not the middle of the weekend, <laughs> like Sunday morning. Sunday, or no, so, yeah, it was like Sunday morning. I was like, "Oh, damn, he saw it." That means I have to see it too, because <laughs> I was busy this weekend doing a uh, Arrow Beyond for those that follow our unworthy productions. That follow, yeah, I don't know. that follow our uh, unworthy productions news or our Instagram channel. Um, yeah, that, I think we're going to do our Patreon this, uh, our Patreon episode this week, or our Patreon episode this month about Ariel Beyond and like the, some of the behind the scenes stuff. Cause bruh, it was a struggle. Film production is never easy. 
It was easier than unworthy. Like, more struggle than Power Rangers, or no? Okay. Because Power Rangers, so I was, it's not a struggle. <laughs> no, I was fighting against not only director issues but also the the weather since it was so cold. Even though I guess this is also pretty difficult too with the weather because it was super hot wearing pleather, so I had like mild heat exhaustion halfway into the shoot. We're battling uh, with HBO for our location, so not only did it ruin Game of Thrones, but they almost ruined Air Beyond. <laughs> I need to carry water. Yeah, well. I had water. It was just still super hot. It's like you're cooking. I have a new respect for the uh, CW actors because it's like wearing a small oven. And if, with, the, with the quiver in my back, because I was, I was Connor Hawk Arrow, it felt like I was like holding like a small baby around my neck. Like, <laughs> So imagine doing stunts while carrying a small child in your back. Yeah, I do it all the time. Really? Yeah. Weird. I'm calling the police. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so that should be coming out soon. But for those that uh, are interested in knowing more about that, stay tuned for this month's Patreon episode. Um, but yeah, they were filming HBO's The Blacklist in, in our same location. Oh, that's cool. Did yeah. you try to get on, try to sneak on set? No, I was too busy being angry that they were like they were literally in the way of our shoot. I was like, hey man, um, this is a real production, Jordan. <laughs> hey, we're a real production, you <laughs> asshole. Okay. <laughs> That's true. They they came in swinging their big dick energy around. It was like, oh, that's cute. You're doing a little fan film thing. You know, we're HBO, right? <laughs> like, but we had this spot first. No, Blacklist so? is NBC. No, it was HBO. No, it was NBC. But they said they were HBO production and it was Blacklist. Well, the show, unless there's another Blacklist. Maybe I'm getting it wrong. Is there something called Black Something for HBO? I don't know. I just know Blacklist is NBC. They were lying. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, let, me, let me open up my HBO app. <laughs> they lied to me then. Because <laughs> the sign said HBO and Blacklist, so unless maybe there's two different productions at the same time there. Maybe there's a merger. Whatever. Cinematic universe. But it's neither here nor there. Wait until our Patreon episode to hear details about that. But before we get into our topics of the week, we have iTunes reviews. Psych, you thought. No, we don't. We don't got any iTunes reviews. No one cares about us, Michael. <laughs> No, the only thing I see on H- my HBO app when I type black is Black Klansman. And that's- it definitely wasn't that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we got no iTunes reviews this week. Cinnamon people, we want to hear from New Blood, even though the iTunes app is trash. But we do have emails that we missed from prior weeks because we were uh, pressed against time and we also had uh, Game of Thrones emails to read. So let's get into emails. Here's the mail, it never fails It makes me want to wag my tail When it comes, I want to wail And our first email comes from Stanley Ward And this is like two weeks back So this is titled Small Corrections But let's see if we remember what corrections he's correcting Uh, Stan goes on to say Hey guys, I'm here to attempt informing you again After listening to last week's episode Which was probably like three weeks ago at this point On the topic of the Avengers not using the Time Stone To revive Tony When Thanos did it for Vision Oh, remember that? Mm -hmm. We were questioning why they couldn't just reverse time for Tony Yeah Uh, (coughs) Vision is an android Not a human He was sentient But perhaps the fact that he might not have a soul Is what separated Tony and him not to mention the bullcrap statement the Russos said about Hulk being the only one capable of wielding an Infinity Stones. Uh, I know I had something else to discuss, but I pulled a Michael and totally forgot. Stay near my blurdy. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I would say even that doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't you have a soul stone. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. 
Which they never fully explained what the like I know what it does in the comics, but they never explained what the Soul Stone does in the show. I mean, the movie. It seems like that that's what gives you the mastery over life and death. Does it though? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I have to assume because the Soul Stone was what what makes the snap possible, right? If that's the case, then he only needs the soul stone then because he needs all the stones to make the snap possible. Well, no, I think all the stones in tangent with the soul stone makes it so powerful it can change the entire universe at once. But if he just had the soul stone, maybe he can only do it to one person at a time. That's me just assuming because like you only have the fact that he saw baby Gamora in the soul world. So maybe it's like a low-level ability to control souls. How come when Hulk snapped, he didn't see, I don't know, Black Widow, Betty, or, yeah, Black Widow or Betty Brant, or Betty. <laughs> Betty hasn't been in the MCU since the first Hulk. She's gone. <laughs> she just fell off the face of the planet. No one ever mentioned her again. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm still coming over cold. Um, our next email comes from Miguel Vasquez. It's another in-game email. Hey guys, I sent this before this week's episode, been wanting to send this for the past couple of weeks, just hadn't had the time. Anyways, wanted to talk about a couple of things I've heard complained about the most regarding Endgame, Hulk and Cap's ending. The Hulk thing, as much as I would like to see him go crazy, just didn't fit the story. Many people like yourselves have said that they wanted him to get his revenge and kick Thanos' ass, but I honestly don't think that would happen. Um, I mean, I didn't need him to kick Thanos' ass. I no, just, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't want him to kick his ass, but I, I just needed a moment. Yeah, like I just needed a big. I, I needed something on the level of uh, that's my secret cap. I'm always angry. You know what I mean? Like Hulk hasn't had a moment like that in a while. What was his last not, moment? Oh, not, big monster! I was like his last big moment. <laughs> not necessarily, but no, not because I'm like not kick his ass, but at least have a better shot than he did in the like in Infinity War. He got his ass just like handed to him easily. Just the moment where it shows he's learned. Like, you know, if, it, if him and Thanos like, were like wrestling for the gauntlet at one point, like how he was doing with Captain Marvel, Iron Man, and Hulk, if he just had one moment where they're fighting and then he uses his intelligence to somehow get the upper hand on Thanos for a moment. Not even like he beats Thanos, but just like to just show you the difference between him being a brute in Infinity War versus him actually having the intelligence that he has in Endgame. Like, why? Just like, just like with Game of Thrones, why set up that he has intelligence? And not actually use that in like a fight to exemplify that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if, if anything, because you could say, well, his intelligence helped create the, the time portal or whatever. Like in the first half, it's like, not yeah, really. But he could, <laughs> not really, but it's like, well, he could have did that as Bruce Banner. Yeah. So. It, he was like, completely outshined by Tony Stark in that moment. So that's not a moment either. Yeah. And then you could also maybe, maybe argue that his intelligence would made him able to snap his fingers for the Infinity Gauntlet thing. But like, that's not enough. That's like, not, is that intelligence? That's just... Well, I don't think Brute Hulk could have done it. Just like, just like how drunk Thor can do it. But as a big cumulative Hulk moment, I do like how thematically it goes from Hulk destroys things to Hulk saves things. But I also want to see his intelligence factor into his physical powers. That's what we like the Hulk for. We like the Hulk for Smash. Hulk smash, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hulk save! Um, he'll see. He goes on to say... Da, 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 da. Uh, the Hulk has never kicked his ass off strength they are at par at best 
but for the sake of argument, let's say equal. With both being equal, Thanos still has the upper hand because of his thousands of years of training and fighting. The Hulk has no training, he just rushes aggressively with no tactics, but that's why I would like to see the difference with Intelligent Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, that You could even... And that's another thing, there's another cutscene... And they're not on par, like... Maybe like regular Hulk versus... Th- but like, we've never really seen... The whole, the matter I get, the stronger I get. We've just seen Hulk at like base strength throughout most of the MCU. We've never actually seen him get stronger and stronger the matter he gets. That's true. Or bigger or anything, like none of it. Yeah. It's like he doesn't have that ability. In, it's so weird. The, 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 the terrible Ang Lee's Hulk did that, but the MCU Hulk never did. No. So weird. <laughs> the one comic actor thing the MCU didn't do. And this is, again, the perfect opportunity because they killed Black Widow, like the love of his life, apparently, in the MCU. You would think this is the time to actually simplify that Hulk rage, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, there was another thing that was actually uh, deleted out of the the main cut of Endgame, which was, remember how like, they, just, they jumped right to the Hulk being super intelligent or whatever in that dining scene, that diner scene? Mm-hmm. There was actually supposed to be a like a small montage of like a newsreel type of thing. And this was in that Kevin Smith interview with the writers of Endgame where they show the Hulk actually like being the hero that the the people of the world kind of look up to for the last five years that's why in the diner scene those kids came up to him like oh Hulk I get a picture because for the last five or however many years he's been intelligent Hulk he's actually been like a superhero superhero so I don't I would have been cool to see at least a montage of that or yeah they'll mention it yeah but in that time you know he could have learned how to fight fight like actually get some real martial arts training or something like that you're not martial arts, but you know, just something. That way, you could pull Arya Stark in the Thanos fight, and maybe like you know, do some sleight of hand or something to catch Thanos off guard. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What he goes on to say. <laughs> this is why the Hulk was able to flip him, uh, flip it on him so easily the first time. Now the Hulk had to be on the. Now the Hulk had to be the one to snap everybody back, so there would be no way he could, he could have fought him with one arm. He would have, well, I hate that too. You know, yeah, I hate that too. They, they made this whole thing about, yeah, the snap creates all this gamma radiation. I am gamma radiation. Oh, my arm! Like, <laughs> so that didn't really protect you. I mean, I gave it the excuse that it's probably like a magical thing, like it's a ma- like a magic burn. You know what I'm saying? It's not just gamma radiation. So can Thanos survive a magic burn? Because, yeah, it messed his arm up too, but not as bad as it messed Hulk's arm up. Yeah, it's so weird. I guess maybe because Thanos, Thanos is stronger. Thanos really got messed up when he did the snap the second time to destroy the stones. Yeah. And that was like, you know, pretty recent too. So it's not like he had even a chance to recover from it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I, I didn't like the fact that they permanently damaged his arm anyway. Especially just like, again, it's Hulk. Where's his healing factor at? And then all this talk about, oh, if we, next time we see the Hulk, he might have a robot arm. I'm like, so he's Winter Soldier now. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Winter Hulk. <laughs> Uh, he would have lost even worse and to say that they decided to let the Hulk go crazy and beat Thanos then he wouldn't have got the payoff of Tony sacrificing himself and saving everybody as said uh, as as sad as that ending was it was great I mean I hear what you're saying Miguel but I feel like it's it's not an either or you could have found a happy medium you didn't have to have him beat Thanos or anything just give him you know like we said a moment Uh, now for Cap and here's where I think you're going to get upset, Michael, since <laughs> you're so upset about Cap's ending. Uh, I don't see why they didn't use the famous as long as one man is standing line right before Sam said you're left or on your left. I thought he was going to say it. Yeah, so I th- so thought the same thing. Yeah, but we said that 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 moment kind of 
says it without saying it. The, that beautiful shot of him walking alone against Thanos' entire army. I think that's kind of like, you know, subtextually saying it. I don't want subtext. I want, oh, I want text. I want, yeah, I want text. <laughs> that's fair. It's fair. Uh, it would have been great if he did, but for the ending scene, him sacrifice himself would have been a cool way for him to go. But the way they did it, I think is best for what they decided to do. And that is handling the mantle or handing the mantle to Sam. I think if they would have decided to kill Cap and then have someone else hand the mantle to Sam, there would have been a bigger uproar than there has been. I've seen people already hate Wait, on choice. Who's anything about killing Cap? Yeah, I don't. We didn't <laughs> want the Cap to die. Uh, not many, but they are out there. I think Cap himself choosing to give it to him means more than him dying and him taking it. Takes away from people saying Cap would have wanted Bucky to take the mantle. So for that reason, I like the ending. I mean, I like the ending too, but I didn't. I didn't want Cap to die either. Plus, seeing that he learned from Tony and lived out his life for his love is a great ending. Uh, after a sad emotional death, this is why I was telling you, but you didn't want to hear that. <laughs> mm-hmm. The cross section of their, their arcs one becomes a little bit more selfish, one becomes a little more selfless. No. Okay. <laughs> um, even if it did fuck up the timeline, lol. Anyway, sorry if this is long with the podcast. Keep up the good work and keep them long. I listen at work and it gets me through shit. Stay nerding my blurties and have a great week. P.S. Fuck the CW. Only reason I started watching was your guys' reviews, and I'm very close to giving up on them like you guys. Oh, no, Jordan's still going. I, I quit. Hey, I finished the season. You you still haven't. <laughs> you exactly. Still towel. I quit. <laughs> you got There's one more season, man. One more season of Arrow. <laughs> all, all you got to do is make it not to Crisis. Not Flash, not Supergirl. Crisis is over. Batwoman is starting fresh. Fuck Batwoman. <laughs> <laughs> all I can hope for now is they give Arrow a proper goodbye next season. Same. That's all I'm looking forward to. I just, I just want to see them in Arrow's story. I, uh, you know, I'm shackled to it. I gotta, I gotta see how it ends. Take the shackles off my feet so <laughs> I can dance. <laughs> I'm gonna stop watching. And our next email comes from Stanley Ward. More info. Hey, guys. I just wanted to clarify some stuff on the topic of It and Stephen King in general. Okay. From Endgame It. The weird-ass shit that he's written in the past, sewer sex scene included, he wrote during his mini cocaine binges. I knew it. That's the only way you could explain a weird fucking child orgy. I was going to say, most most of his early books are when he was on drugs. (laughs) However, it's not entirely without reason either. When the Losers Club went into the sewer, they were lost and couldn't find a way out. And then Bev realized the way out was in her vagina. No, he didn't, he didn't say that. What? <laughs> I'm like, how can you, how can you explain this? Uh, they were lost and couldn't find a way out. And then Bev realized that to become linked closer, she had sex in the dark with each of the boys individually. It's an extremely uncomfortable story beat, but the weak logic of it and the fact that it was written by a man immersed in cocaine makes it easily dismissed, in my opinion. No, no it doesn't. It, doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it more concerning, if anything. <laughs> I am far more concerned now. <laughs> like, does that logic make any sense to you? No, it doesn't. Hey, guys, we're lost. You know what makes us closer? Everybody fucked me one at a time in the pitch black. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's like if me and you got lost yeah, in the woods. Not bad. I can't. I can't see it. Like it's like me and you walk in the woods. I'm like, Michael, I can't see anything. I'm lost. And you're like, Jordan, just let me just fuck you. And then we can find our way home. Oh, maybe we should go to the woods now. <laughs> fuck that, Jordan. Let's go camping. I'd rather die. No, we get lost, Mike. It's okay. 
Uh, also, in the lore of it, Pennywise isn't just some person or even just a monster or spirit. Pennywise is a cosmic entity that can shapeshift into anything as long as he can use it to strike fear into his prey. So in this trailer, when the old woman is talking about her father being the clown, the clown did exist as that woman's father, but it shifts into that clown form because clowns are scary. And it, and it also shifted into the old woman to, to trick Beverly. Wait, I'm confused. So was the woman real or was she not real? Yeah, I don't... Like... Where, where's the reality stop and start is, is is it really the father of this woman how is he both the father and her uh, magic <laughs> <laughs> cosmic magic uh also y'all should do the visit review if you didn't yet and in last episode michael said when you were talking about black lesbian captain marvel that there weren't any black or gay female characters and i'm sure he slipped up but just in case valkyrie sorry this is really long I hope you had the grade. Valkyrie's the grace. Oh, the grace to read it and stay nerdy, my blurdy. Valkyrie's Thank bisexual, you, and even that hasn't been confirmed. Yeah, it's never been established, so right? She's not, she's not gay. Wasn't that like cut out or whatever? Thor Ragnarok? That's what they said because yeah. they did have a scene. Because it even—it's not that they even alluded to it since then. No. So it's as it's far only, as canon. It's, it's only Tessa Thompson that's come out and said it, but as far as the movies have actually. Uh, I was like, what the fuck is that? Okay. As far as the movies are concerned, they never actually said she's bi. Mm. All right. Next email comes from Danley Villasenor. Question of the week. Hey, guys. So I have two questions this week. One, Thanos didn't destroy the Infinity Stones, right? He shrunk them down to the subatomic particle level, right? So technically, he still has the Infinity Stones in the gauntlet, right? So Thanos can still use them. What do you guys think? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> two, how do you guys feel about the MCU dealing with the multiverse? Also, how do you feel about the MCU being the 616 universe and not the 1999999 universe? Yeah, I feel like they should have they made a mistake doing that. What do you mean? Cuz the way the lore, the way the comics and lore and stuff goes, like 616 is the comics. Yeah. They have a universe for the movies, which is like 199 whatever. Yeah. So you would think in Spider-Man cuz I guess as a nod, they were like, "Yeah, cuz uh all this talk about uh, Mysterio being from another Earth. He's like, yeah, this is Earth 616. He says that in the trailer. Oh, he does? Yeah, in like a... What one, trailer? Like a TV spot. He's like, yeah, this is Earth 616, and I come from Earth whatever. And Wait, I'm like, no, what? he should have said this is Earth, because now you just destroy it, because 616 is the comics. Yeah, wasn't it already established that that world was 19999? That, that's what I've Kevin Feige said or whatever. In the movie, that's not what he said in the TV spot. Fucking Sony. <laughs> Sony's just messing shit up. It's not, I don't think that's even a Kevin Feige thing. I, think that was, still, I feel like Kevin, doesn't Kevin Feige oversee? Review it, right? Yeah. He oversee that. Should have said, no, this is Earth 199. Or, just more proof that Mr. is a fucking liar and he ain't from no other Earth. He's just making shit up. <laughs> I mean, it could, but either way, it still would have been like. It would be nice if he actually got it right, though. Yeah, if he got it right. To establish it. It's like, this isn't the comic book. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Uh, well guys that's it and yeah have a great week stay nerdy my blurries and go beyond plus ultra and give us a nice little all my thumbs up that's nice that's nice thanks Dan mm, I think we have one more email yeah from our old pal Rory Grace I'm finally done with the semester let's hope this email breaks through now that there isn't a poorly executed pissing contest for a throne the big fish himself is back Michael I've been loving the YouTube reviews and Jordan good luck on the error production thank you thank you hope you guys are caught up on Shield Hero no <laughs> I am <laughs> because the last couple episodes have been great as yep. usual can't trust anyone oh no what does that mean I, I guess you know of course I know oh fuck 
can we get a moment of silence for the greatest of all time captain of the Survey Corps? Fucking Irwin, my yeah. dude. There was no episode this week. Yeah, what? What? You didn't watch this week's episode? There wasn't no episode this week. Hero? The episode after the Irwin episode? Yeah. Oh, you missed it? No. I was so looking forward to talking about it. I logged into Crunchyroll to watch Attack nah, on Titan and nah, nothing showed up. Nah, son. Your your Crunchyroll is fucked up then. Let me <laughs> show you. I was like, oh, there's no Attack on Titan episode this week? That was really weird. I went to go log in and it was like, nah, you can't log in. I was like, wait, what? Your Crunchyroll is fucked up. Yeah, look. Hero. What the fuck? Dude, it was an amazing episode. I logged in. The only only episode I saw was Perfect Game. So I was like, I clicked it. I was like, oh, this is this episode I saw already. Oh. I didn't, I didn't see. That's, that didn't show up on my thing. Okay, spoilers. This is the one thing I wanted to talk about this week. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't want. Aladdin and Brightburn were like, uh, pretty disappointing for me. But Attack on Titan, once again, was like amazing, perfect vision. Like, awesome. Well, I, I didn't see it then because it didn't show oh, up. Oh, damn it. Well, this episode's over, guys. <laughs> oh, I guess on that note, let's talk about some movies this blame, week. I blame my Crunchyroll. God damn it. It was a really good episode. So maybe there was a new episode of One Punch Man, and I just didn't see it. Oh, man. All right, let's talk about things that were lesser than Attack on he Titan. You want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to talk about Light and Brightburn, really. All right, but let's talk about this. Let's talk about uh. Yeah, I'm on, I'm even on my app on my phone. I don't see it. You failed this city, Michael. <laughs> dun, 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 Did dun, I not dun, pay dun. my bill this week? <laughs> I mean, it's still free, even if you don't pay for it. You just gotta watch ads or whatever. But anyway, let's let's get into some movie topics this week. I guess <laughs> let's talk about the remake of Aladdin. You stumbled upon an opportunity. I can make you rich. Rich enough to impress a princess. What would I have to do? There's a cave of wonders. Bring me the lamp. Oh, great one who summons me, I stand by my oath. Loyalty to wishes three. I'm kidding. Watch this. Watch out. Uh. You done wound me up. You ain't never had a friend like me. Hey, can you make me a prince? There is a lot of gray area in make me a prince. I could just make you a prince. Oh, no. Y'all see my palace? You look like a prince on the outside. But I didn't change anything on the inside. Showtime. No, I'm in charge, okay? I say when it's time. Really? I thought a princess could go anywhere. Not this princess. Do you trust me? Don't you dare close your eyes. Hold your breath, it gets better. Will Smith, Pink Ranger, uh, really hot Jafar. How did you feel about Aladdin, Michael? And for those that know our uh, rating system here on Blur Vision, I will drop it here. 
We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Catchapon. Because even what? now, it's only going to episode 25. I can't get the rest of the... I, I can't look at seasons one, two and three. What the fuck? If you click, click it. Click that button. Click what button? Click Attack of Titan right there. What? Click Attack of Titan. Season three. No. And you scroll down. I don't know how to enter that. Okay. <laughs> Michael's never used Crunchyroll in his life, apparently. <laughs> no, I never use it on my phone. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. Now it's showing up. God I, damn you, Michael. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I didn't try to watch it on my phone. I tried to watch it on my computer. Ugh. Well, this is not really sports, but I, I like to say sports for fun. But spoilers, it once again proved that Game of Thrones ain't shit. Like if they didn't do a live action adaptation of Attack on Titan, that's what they need to do. Yeah, because I wanted to see this, dude. It was so good. Oh my god. God damn it. I guess we'll save it for next week. Well, I guess it's appropriate. So next week is Godzilla. No, I want to watch it now. <laughs> well, too late now, Michael. Um, you really turn that off. <laughs> We've got worse things to talk about. I my saw phone, my phone froze. I can't turn it off. Wow. Okay, there we go. Let's talk about. Aladdin. Gaste, one step ahead of the reboot. Wonder, da da da. I steal only what I can't afford. Ah, that's, that's everything. everything. <laughs> All right, Michael, as. Um, the cat's biting your. Yeah, I hate, I hate my cats. Anyway. What's the string called for the bow? String? Bow no. string? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a, a proper name? I don't know. <laughs> Aren't you with the green arrow? I'm not a real archer. I don't fucking know shit. <laughs> I had to learn how to shoot a bow for the fucking video. <laughs> Um, yeah, don't Legolas sis, Legol, Leg, whatever. Nah, Legolas, I am not. <laughs> um, but yeah, Michael. So as as I think you said on the podcast before that you're a huge fan of Aladdin, right? Like Aladdin you, is my favorite of the Disney uh, cartoons to the point where you know most of the songs by heart and all the the dialogue. And, it's been a while. It's been a while since I've seen Aladdin, but yeah, I used to know every line of dialogue verbatim. All right, well, this is a perfect thing because I would like, love to know as a super fan of Aladdin. I also love Aladdin, but since you're a super fan of Aladdin, I would really like, be interested. Like to Lion see. King is like hitting his butt, so like for new number two spot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're like fighting each other, like right. butt. They're like butt fucking each other. How's that fighting? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> what depends, an analogy. Depends on how you have sex. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> how did Aladdin make love to you, Michael? <laughs> did you enjoy it? Let's give our non-spoilery thoughts first and our ratings, and then just jump right into spoilers. I mean, there's not much to talk about because, I mean, as we kind of see from the trailers, a lot of this is one to one of the original with some slight changes. Um, to me, this kind of seems more like a remake of the Broadway play more than the original even in some in some points. So I'm curious how you felt about I'm trying it. Trying to think. I feel like there weren't that many parallels from the Broadway play. I just mean in terms of like the production. Oh. Like it, it felt like I was watching like a high budget play rather than a remake of the uh original animated movie. Which I'm glad cuz I, I I thought they were going to take the my least favorite part of the play which is the three friends. Oh and, yeah! Instead of Abu and them, and put it in the movie, and no, I, I was hate like, that. "Yeah, I don't know. no." <laughs> Some choice. Like surprisingly, I know we go into this um, movie from the trailers, kind of hating on it, seeing you know Will Smith's portrayal of the genie, and I even mentioned before how the Prince Ali song that I saw in like a preview was not strong. His voice did not carry the song for me. Um, but I'm gonna say that there were some changes they made from the original that I thought were kind of cool. 
that I thought kind yeah. of streamlined was, the story a little bit There were some changes that I liked. And some I did some not like. like. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be positive, but yes. <laughs> but at least it's not all bad. So, no, it's not all bad. Yes. <laughs> so how did you feel about the remake of Aladdin? Um, the remake of Aladdin, I'm going to just get this out the way mm. immediately. Um, you loved it. The, the one, uh, not, I was going to say that, but the most controversial part of this movie which is the Will Smith stuff? Big Blue Willie. <laughs> I thought he was the best part of the best part of this movie. Really? Yes. Like a lot of people were shitting on us included. Like I, I was definitely part of that. I was like, Will Smith, come on, what is this? And granted, I wasn't expecting him to be Robin Williams. I didn't want him to be Robin Williams, but at the same time, I'm just like, it's Will Smith though. <laughs> but like I said, uh, I he was the he was my favorite part he was my favorite part of this movie when he was on screen the movie was better for it more so when he looked that. like Will Smith than the CGI yes like <laughs> the thing that we complained about when we saw the trailer how the genie the CGI looked terrible and I was like well I was trying to defend it I was like well this it's a couple more months for this movie to come out usually nah. usually when they work on big CGI productions and stuff like that they're still working on it till the the movie actually comes out so it's probably not gonna look. Exactly nope. like nah, all that shit got thrown Psych. out the window. Exactly what you saw in the trailer is exactly what he looked like, and it looked terrible. And let me just get your opinion on this because me and my girlfriend saw this together, and we both had the same complaint. Did it look like when he was the genie? It almost seemed like his face tracking was like a second delay from his body. Like his body would move, and it looked like his face would move like a half second afterwards. You know that, I didn't. I didn't notice that. You didn't think his face looked floaty? I just knew it looked terrible. His face looked floaty to me. Everything looked terrible. Okay. <laughs> I mean, when it was moving and when it was in songs like A Friend Like Me, I thought it was fine. Like, I, I think during the songs, I preferred him as the Blue Genie because the the energy and the animation gave energy to the song where his voice kind of lacked. So I think the Prince Ali song was weaker than the Friend Like Me song because the, the, the Prince Ali song is all uh, Will Smith. Well, see, I like the Friend Like Me. I mean, uh, the Prince Ali song, though. Really? Yeah. You liked it more than the Friend Like Me song? I, I didn't like it more, but I like but I but I liked it. Oh, but his voice was so oh, Prince no, no, no. Ali. I'm again And I'm also get the, in terms of like when I said he was the best part of the best part of the movie, when it comes to his singing, it was terrible. Like even okay. in the beginning when he sang the uh oh come from a plan from afar or whatever. I used to see this clearly tells you I don't remember Aladdin. Uh, Arabian night <laughs> that song. Yeah, that. It was Where good. caravan camels grow. The song in the West. He's so hard. I <laughs> can see him trying to remember the song lyrics. It's been so long. But um, that song became better when it wasn't him singing by himself and when it became like a chorus behind him. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it was him by himself, it was like, eh. But then as the song progressed and like more vocals kicked in with him, it got better. And I mean, I can't like completely shit on Will Smith because at the end of the day, he's not a singer. And he even said, like, I watched him on an interview with Ellen, and he was like, yeah, this is the first time I've ever had to sing. So it's but like... Robin Williams wasn't a singer, was he? No, Robin Williams wasn't a singer, but he he has, like, Broadway background, so he's used to, like, having to sing. Mm. And they also did more with Robin Williams in terms of... they Because the the role was made of Robin Williams with, like, his different voices It was made, and yeah, with him in mind, yeah. Yeah, since he was, he was able to put that energy into the songs, so you didn't really care about his singing, like... Prowess. It was more about he would change characters mid song. But even like, then, the, I felt like Robin Williams. Robin Williams sang way more than Will Smith did. For most of his songs, I felt like he was talk talk singing. Yeah, I can see that. 
Oh, I come from a land in a faraway place where a caravan camp like he's talk singing. Yeah, I can see that. That's the rapper in him. And I was just like... But I agree with you that right, when he was Will right. Smith, it was better. So when he was Will Smith, it was almost like... And I've seen this comparison too online, but it, it's true. He's, he's Hitch. It's Blue Hitch. <laughs> I've never seen that. You never saw Hitch? No. Oh, bro. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's basically that. He's like, he's like a guy basically helping yeah, give love like advice. Yeah, love advice or something like that. Yeah. And uh, what else? There's a, there, there's, and there's also a story beat talking about things that they add that I didn't like. There's a story beat that they, because they try to give Genie an actual story. I don't, I don't think I liked it. I was going to say it's one of my positives. I don't think I like it. I didn't which, like wait, it. which part? There was one part that my girlfriend also didn't like. I was going like. to say, well, there's only one part I'm thinking about. It, it was the conversation with him and the girl? Well, not just the, the whole, that whole story. Oh, the whole thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. Oh, okay, all right, wow. That, that, was, that was to me the only thing that that Will Smith brought to it. Like it endeared, it made the genie more endearing. But I don't like it. <laughs> okay, all right. Because it's like we're already getting this. Like, why do I have to have another one? Without saying too much. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of vague on that. I'm like, what? Um, what else? Um, Jasmine, I definitely feel like. Hmm. Aside from Will Smith, she was the second strongest. You didn't like Aladdin. I didn't say that. I just said she was the she was the next strongest under Will. I mean, yeah, under Will Smith. Like there's only three: Aladdin, Genie, and her. I guess we count Jafar and Jafar and the Sultan. Those are like the main five. If you have to put salt in that list, it's like, did you not like Aladdin? No, Aladdin would be number three. Okay, like I felt like she was a stronger actor than he was. I can agree with that. And when it comes to singing, like she was a way stronger singer than Aladdin. Like Aladdin, I felt like he couldn't sing. <laughs> really, I, I didn't like. Him. I didn't like his singing voice at really? all. Like even during a whole new world, I was like, okay, just can we get back to Jasmine? Like, wow, I, I liked him. I don't like. He can dance his ass off. I was like, oh, he's like he's moving. Like, and he got some parkour skills. Yeah. So when he was dancing, I was like, I'm good. I'm like, just give me more dancing scenes. Don't. Do, he, oh, you're singing, baby. Close your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, no. <laughs> And it's not to say he sounded terrible. Like, he wasn't Will Smith bad. But still, it's like, just get the other guy to, like, voice your, <laughs> voice your singing parts. Okay. Um, but they had, they had, with that said, they had great chemistry. Like, I enjoyed seeing them on screen together, Aladdin and Jasmine. Mm. Like, you just actually, it made sense seeing them fall in love with each other as opposed to, like, we've seen other properties where they're supposed to fall in love. And you're just like, yeah, I'm not feeling this. Like, Aquaman and Mera. Yeah. So I enjoy seeing that. I do think for a movie that's like 40 minutes longer than the original, because the original is like 90 minutes. This is like 210. Two hours, yeah. I felt like even with the extra 40 minutes, there were a lot of things that were rushed. And for those extra 40 minutes, I didn't really get anything more out of it. You know what I mean? It wasn't like something... It's not like they added more character to it and they made like the payoff of the end no, they stronger. No, they didn't. Like they that. added certain moments. Like, I think most of that 40 minutes was comprised of the genie storyline. But in terms of yeah. like learning more about Aladdin and Jasmine, nope. like all of that to me felt rushed. Like the very first scene that you see Aladdin and Jasmine, they're already meeting each other. And I'm I, like... I like that though. And I'm like, that was too quick. Like even really? The, even the stuff about... Like granted, I know in this movie, like they assume that you've seen Aladdin, that you know Aladdin, that you know this world. But like them skipping over the, the fact that like Jafar tries to find a thief to go into the Cave of Wonders and then he goes in there and die. Like they skip over all of that and it's just like... But, yeah, they gloss over that in the song. But no. I want to see that. Like... 
And then even just the fact that you don't really get to see Aladdin and Jasmine established by themselves before they even come together. It's like, why are you skipping all of that? Like that lets you know who these characters are more so than seeing who they are as because Michael, people as want, a couple. They didn't want Jasmine being like, you know, Hillman and Hong in the palace. Like, oh, I want to be independent. And I just want to escape from here. But you have her do that anyway. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> just not first. They, they wait until after the meeting for that. Yeah. I just like they reordered and streamlined some things, but yet the movie's longer, so was it really streamlined? <laughs> and even like certain moments between Aladdin and Jasmine, like they felt rushed, like when they kissed for the first time or yeah. uh, uh, the moment where after they meet for the first time, they go back to Aladdin's place and they're both talking about how they both feel trapped. And they say trapped. Sometimes you just feel trapped. And they say that at the same time. It's like they did it differently in this in the movie than they're in the original. And I didn't like it because it didn't feel as emotional. Mm. Well, I think it's because you didn't get that establishment of each of their characters separately first before that scene. You're you're meeting them both in that scene. So you didn't get the fact that like there are two individuals coming together with the same kind of feelings. Yeah, but not even just that, but that, like how it was done in the cartoon where they were like both in their own world, more or less, talking to each other, but not really listening until they realize that they both feel the same way. Where he's saying, sometimes you just feel trapped. She's saying, sometimes you just feel trapped. And they both say it at the same time. Uh, yeah, and that's saying. where they look at each other and they connect. Like yeah. we both come from these vastly different worlds, but we both feel the same way. Yeah. And it's like, ah. But in this, I was like, okay. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, but overall, I enjoyed it. Iago, trash. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've got thoughts on Iago. If anything, I'm like, granted, as much as he annoys me, I'm like, based on what we we got in this movie, I would have rather Kevin Hart have been Iago. Because Iago's known as a character that just won't shut the fuck up. Like, he's talk, he's boisterous, he's loud, he's annoying. But in the movie version, he didn't talk it up. Like, he well, barely... He did. No, I'm not that he... I, I not like that he it. didn't talk. He barely talked. It's so weird. I'm not positive on this movie, but you're forcing me to, to say things that I have to defend. But I like <laughs> I liked what they did with Iago in that it felt like... Iago, defend yourself! <laughs> <laughs> it felt like Iago was like Jafar's hype man. And because... Like basically, he would be like the punctuation. But he was still the hype. He was the hype man in the cartoon too. But he still no, 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 no. I mean, like in a rap song where you have a guy going, bruh, 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 what? You know that guy? Like, like no, that... Did, weren't you the main one saying, "I don't want hip hop Aladdin"? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but that's, what, that's the only way I can describe it. You know, like when in a rap song, they the, the main guy will say something in a verse, and then you get that guy in the background that repeats it. Like, oh my bitches and my hoes, oh my hoes, bitches and my hoes and my hoes. You know what I'm saying? Like that guy. Yes, I know what a hype man is. Yes. So, <laughs> so he feels like that guy for Jafar, and because I don't like Jaf- it. well, because Jafar in this. <sighs> oh yeah, Jafar, Jafar was the weakest. weakest I don't, to me. Yes, it, he definitely loses something from the cartoon when he's not as like overtly menacing. I will say that the actor has a, a great death stare. Like, his stare, like, his eyes are piercing the way he'll look at somebody. But in terms of his acting, his his, his voice is so soft-spoken that I thought having Iago kind of punctuate his villainy kind of helped. Because without, like, there's a moment where I think he does something villainous and, like, and instead of him laughing, it's Iago laughing. But you could also make, the, I could also say the flip side by saying because he's so soft-spoken, you needed somebody more loud and boisterous and, and obnoxious. Because you didn't really no, get but then you overpower him. him. Like if it was somebody, if it was, it was a whole personality as a sidekick, then it would overpower him because he's not that like by himself. He's not that what's the word uh, poignant. 
memorable. Nah, I feel like the two the two of them together would make it more magical. More I don't less. know. I, 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 I don't even think about their last. I'm thinking, I don't even think about the Broadway show where it's like like Iago was funny in the Broadway show, and it's. Just like for and but the Jafar had more Jafar to him in the Broadway show. Yeah, he did. But I just feel like considering considering where like the personality of Iago Gilbert Godfrey that he brought to the Aladdin series, and then considering granted, I don't know if they plan on doing a sequel to this. Probably not. But also God, consider, I hope not. <laughs> considering where Iago goes. In future installments, and even in the animated series, which you want I the character, you have a character arc. I was like, yeah, he didn't, well, not even a character arc. He didn't have a character period in this. Like, there was no, no character. He was devoid of character. He was just a bland parrot that would just talk sometimes. And it was like, but no, that's not what I wanted. Mm. I mean, that's fair. I'm not gonna take that away from you. I'm just saying that what they gave me as an adaptation, I was like, all right, it could have been worse, and it helped make the bland Jafar a little less bland. But yeah, Jafar, he was definitely he was definitely bland. Like and I don't Hot even know. Though. <laughs> oh, he's fucking girl. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Alright, don't get dirty. <laughs> Never mind. Like, for like, I didn't want to say he, he was holding a snake and I want to hold his snake. Wow. <laughs> but and there's some things in live action that like that were also in the cartoon, but because now it's in a live action medium, some things I was just like, that doesn't really make sense. Like the fact that if he wants to become Sultan, and this, oh. he wants to become Sultan so bad, he's like, I'm number two? Who said I'm number two? But it's like you have a thing that hypnotizes people. Why wouldn't you just always use just use that to get what you want rather than be like, I need the lamp to become oh, that's, Sultan? That's something else. That I'm going to get to that after I say this, but you brought up something I, uh, I, uh, I thought about while watching the movie and especially while watching the Broadway show. Like, There's a point in the movie and it's not spoilers because this happens in the cartoon as well so if you haven't seen a cartoon fuck you but <laughs> where he says genie I wish to be sultan and all the genie does is they swap clothes he takes the, the, the sultan's clothes and put it on him and then all of a sudden it's like you're yeah. the sultan and it's, they basically <laughs> did the same thing in the movie and I was like is that all it takes? <laughs> yeah I don't know how that works because especially when, what they end up doing in this movie where it's just like no don't follow him like you don't have to listen. And it's like, okay, so you just wasted a wish. Like, how, same, does, that, how does that work? To be fair, though, it's the same issue as the making uh, Aladdin a prince. It's like, are you really a prince? Or you just put some prince clothes on? But no, but at least that makes sense in the sense that he has this big entourage and stuff like that. So they don't know he's not a prince. But then where does the entourage go? They just not exist they, anymore? They vanish when the wish is fulfilled <laughs> He or creates sentient life and then kills them all. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so that makes sense. It's like, they don't know that like he's not really a prince. It's like you put on the appearance of a prince, and that's really what you, all you need because what makes a person a king or what makes a person a prince is how other people react to you. It's how other people, like, they give, they more or less give you the power to be king. Like, if, if the people revolted, then what's a president or what's a king or what's yeah, a Yeah, but you're not really a prince. You're just, you're wearing a costume of a prince. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> you know what I mean? but it's the same. But going back to what I was saying about Jafar, it's like, so what makes him sultan? It's like people yeah. reacting to him, saying he's the sultan, giving him that power. Yeah. But if all you're doing is just swapping clothes, it's like, are you really the sultan? Like, the wish should be brainwashing everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, then, like, and, and then there's this power that he has, like when he becomes a sorcerer, that he like, I'm not going to say what it is, but I'm like, there would have been a part of this movie where it would have been really convenient for you to use that power that you just displayed but you suddenly forgot 
Anyway, oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, but overall, I did because I feel like I'm talking too much. Overall, I did enjoy the movie. You're, you're passionate. <laughs> I did enjoy the movie for the most for the most part. Like I said, there were some things I didn't like, some things that were rushed. But I enjoyed it way more than I thought I would, especially considering this movie got mixed reviews. Like I thought it was gonna, I thought I was gonna go into a dumpster fire. But no, it was. Yeah, well, what'd you think about it? I would give it a low more than passable. I was actually debating between that myself and a high passable because I went into this with low expectations and I didn't, I didn't leave angry, but I also didn't leave blown away. Like it didn't, it didn't prove to me why it deserved to exist beyond we just want more money. Like, you know I mean? It didn't do anything that added to the original in any substantial way for me. That's really my main complaint is. Like I said, they did some things that they changed that I kind of liked. I liked the streamlining of like having Jasmine there in the first song. I mean, it, it gets her right into the action. And, I, and I'm sorry. I have to be that guy. Oh, oh wait. I'll be that guy. Wait. Before you say it, I think, what? I, think I know, you know what I'm going to say. Well, wait. I got to say it. I got to say it because I was like, wait. This also lowered my rating for this movie, okay, too. Okay. What is it? There's a moment at the end. Ah! <laughs> Me, <laughs> where there's an added song Jasmine? that Jasmine <laughs> she breaks out into this song, oh. and I was I was sitting with a friend of mine because I went on a date, and we looked oh, at each- we were both on dates. Nice. <laughs> we looked at each other, and because if I felt like the movie just completely stopped, it did completely stop. It literally and it broke into a music video, and I I looked I looked at him. I was like. What the fuck just like we both looked at each other. We we're like, what the fuck just like what just happened? Okay, all right. And I, I was like, I, I get what you're trying to say. I get the message. Oh, you I even, even I even like the song. How heavy handed again. I would, is I would the even message. I would even listen to the song on a soundtrack. I like the song. I have nothing, but I'm like, hey, I feel like you could have did this earlier in the movie. But they did like, kinda. But they, not but not a really. it's like to stop the movie at this yeah, particular yeah. moment and then do what you did with the, like the care it's like no this is stupid so I'm gonna be that guy <laughs> I'm gonna say once again the, the girl power message is oftentimes too heavy handed and this, I think this is another example of that because throughout the entire movie I'm already thinking like okay so they're trying to make Jasmine more empowered because that's why they, they put Jasmine in that action scene in the beginning well, they, they give Jasmine that it's called Speechless right yes that there's a song that she sings in the beginning that I thought that was fine where they put it in the beginning because there's a moment where it's like, uh, I want to be, that's another thing. They make her want to be sultan herself rather than just, you know, get married or whatever. So they add another layer of empowerment to her. Again, that's fine. But there's a moment where her father tells her, like, no, you have to do this. You have to get married. Yada, yada, yada. So they give her a moment where she basically sings the Latin version of Let It Go, which is talking about, you know, her feeling speechless and she doesn't have a voice and blah, blah, blah. I was thinking more what you haven't seen. I was thinking Listen from Dreamgirls. Oh. I only have Frozen to compare it to. But it even sounds kind of like Let It Go in terms of like its its tone. But I was fine with it there. But then when they crowbar it in at the end, and apropos of nothing, it's just like, we need another empowerment song right now. Also, they, they take out the fact that she became a slave or whatever. That, that slave bikini thing she well, wore they took in the out, original. They took out the whole, like, uh, I guess we're talking spoilers. Yeah, let's just jump into spoilers now. I gave it a high passable. They they took out they 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 took out the whole snake battle stuff so it's like they took out all, all that. Yeah, who stuff. needs a giant snake monster when you've got giant Iago bird that chases people down? I think what you're talking about with the ability that he didn't use, which is he didn't teleport people to him. Yeah, but then it's like chase them, giant Iago bird. It's like wait, you have the yeah, ability to just bring them back to you. Movie <laughs> over. Like, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? 
Did you forget this power that you literally just displayed like two seconds ago? That's always what Plot. happens. Plot. <laughs> yeah. When they when they give the villain ability that's way too overpowered, they have to like just pretend he doesn't have that. Like Apocalypse and X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah. I can kill you with sand. Are you going to do that at the end? Nah. <laughs> I'm just going to push you into a wall. That's all. But I mean, yeah. So the, I mean, I don't have an issue with female empowerment. Again, I have to keep stressing that. But the issue becomes when it becomes heavy-handed, which I feel like, do you agree that that was a heavy-handed moment? Yeah, I didn't like that moment at all. Yeah, it was literally forced. It, they, they freeze the movie for her to have a solo. <laughs> Everyone's frozen. Literally frozen. <laughs> yeah. Or they, they, they get Thanos snapped. Like, some people snap away in the moment. Yeah. Like I said, it literally became a music video at that point. Like, the movie stopped. Yeah. And I was like... And it's not the, like I said, it's not the fact that they had the song, they could have had it somewhere, not at that moment. No. And, it, it didn't fit there. And, a, and the thing with like music. And it also pissed me off that they had that force ass song at the end, but they didn't have the Prince Ali reprise. I love that. When Jafar sings it. Oh, yeah. Like, Prince Ali. Ali and when he like, you know, mocks him. I mean, actually, we, we, haven't, we didn't see Jafar sing at all, so maybe they try. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? That's a good point. Maybe they, tr- maybe they had the songs in there, and they tried, and it was like, no, like say what? I was like, no, baby, no. You're, you're pretty, <laughs> but you can't sing. Yeah. And you can barely act, so just look pretty. <laughs> so maybe, Why did they make that choice to make him why? so young and hot? Like, why not get an old guy? Like, I don't have a problem with... I don't... <laughs> Of course I don't, but I don't have a problem with hot Jafar. <laughs> Biased. But no, no, no. This is what I was going to say. But my thing is, if you're going to have hot Jafar, why not have that play into the story? Maybe at one point Jasmine was attracted to Jafar, but then because he's revealed to be a monster, like... Because then you're like, empowered have that, woman. Have that play into the story. Mm-mm, nope, because then your empowered woman is falling for a villain. You can't have that, Michael, because women had to be strong. But that's my point, though. He, she, she, she likes him based on how he looks, but then when she realizes he's fucking crazy... Mm-mm, nope, can't make her shallow. She got to be a strong woman, Michael. <laughs> you can't see if I'm wagging my neck right now. Mm-mm, nope, can't do it. <laughs> so I was, I was just like, why not have that play... Just, you should have that play into the story. Like, hot, hot Jafar. Use and it. And then in the original, didn't of, he want to marry Jasmine? Like, that was a thing. Yeah, well, he did. He ended up wanting... He did in this one too. Yeah, but I mean, like that's what I'm talking about. You can have that play into the same thing. Like if he wanted to marry her, maybe she was kind of into him. But again, you can't because until she finds out he's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> which is pretty clear. Like, there's never a moment where he didn't seem crazy in this. I'm like, how does no one suspect this guy? <laughs> yeah, because at least at least in the cartoon, you couldn't really t- you couldn't really tell. But yeah, so like the stuff they added to the genie's character, I feel like. That was probably the best stuff for Will Smith because every time he tried to be Robin Williams, I was just sitting there going, just stop. I, I would rather just watch his original. Like when they first introduced him as the genie, like that entire spiel he gives Aladdin, that's very Robin Williams-esque. And I felt like that was the weakest because I feel like his sassy just came off as kind of effeminate. Like, did you kind of get that? Yeah. Like he was trying to be. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like Robin Williams could do it and it felt natural, but it felt like Will Smith was forcing it. But I mean, he did the same thing in like Fresh Prince stuff when he was trying to be sassy. He would come off with like he was pretending to be a gay guy. Yeah, but never really. That's not my favorite Will Smith isms of Fresh Prince either. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's just overall the, some of the changes they made. I was just like, why? Like the giant Iago bird thing. Like the Princess Jasmine's add another song thing. And that's another thing I, I said I didn't want. 
after the Beauty and the Beast debacle of that added B song, I was like, just don't add a shitty song. And what they do, they added a pretty good song, but in a terrible place. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, overall, but even, I enjoyed even, even the stuff about them talking about other kingdoms and stuff like that. I enjoy, like, I like that, like ex- expanding the world. Yeah. I even kind of like how they, 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 their version of how it started with uh, Will Smith as that Arabian dude singing the Arabian Nights song because it felt like it, there were, he was telling a story about a faraway land because it started on the ocean. Even that, I was, but I was like, wait, I'm confused. What's going on? Isn't he a genie? Well, yeah, <laughs> when it started, it was like, they open, you think when Aladdin's going to open in a desert, it opens on the ocean. My girlfriend was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, audibly, what? <laughs> She she was not a fan of a lot of the, the Jasmine changes as well, but I mean overall, like I didn't hate the movie. I just I just walked away going, eh, the Broadway play was better. But I, also, be granted, like I don't, based on how it ended, I'm like they can't do Return of Jafar. But at the same time, it's still just like I don't like what they did with the genie, with him having kids and <laughs> yeah, him becoming human and having kids and stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, basically you just said you're not like granted that's that's fine if you say that like we're not doing return to jafar but at the same time it's like i don't like that he turned human <laughs> look i don't want a sequel okay so whatever we gotta do to not have a sequel I'm I, fine w- with. I would like to see a return of jafar what the fuck granted i didn't like the way jafar looked when he turned into a genie but i would like to see a return of jafar i enjoyed this movie enough that i would like to see a sequel here's a random side note before we move on to brightburn um did you get the impression in the original or in this movie that the way the genie looks to the the wielder of the lamp or the way the genie looks depends on who wields the lamp and their perception of power. So when Aladdin gets the lamp, the genie looks like fun and he's like, you know, goofy looking. But then when Jafar gets the lamp, the genie is like giant, muscular, all powerful. Even when he becomes a genie, he's a muscular, giant, all powerful you know what I'm saying? I mean, it could be. I know this is a cool theory I never really thought about. Like, oh, that's a good point. Because in the original, it was the same way, too. Like, Genie was all like, he looked like the difference between One Punch Man when he's like goofy versus serious. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not sure. Because, I mean, yeah, I guess in, towards the end, when Jafar made him uh, pick up the castle. But I guess it also depends on the wish at the time, maybe. Maybe. Just something interesting to think about. Um, but I mean, in terms of the state of Disney remakes, does this sour you on them? Do you, are you more worried about Lion King now after that? Or are you more excited for Lion King after this? I'm still optimistically curious because I, I would say I like this more than Beauty and the Beast. Oddly enough, what do we but I didn't, but I didn't like it more than Jungle Book. Jungle Book is still number one for me. Agreed. But what do we give Beauty and the Beast at the time? One passable? I don't remember. Juan. Yeah. <laughs> Historian. <laughs> Go back to the beginning. So we're talking about going back to the beginning. Let's go back to the beginning of the origin of Superman. Let's talk about Brightburn. Mom, who am I? You are a gift. <laughs> we believe that you came here for a reason. I know it's been difficult for you lately that you feel different from other kids. Just the floor, Brian! <laughs> you are different. Caitlin, get my hand up. He's a creep. Help him up. What are you doing? I 
want him in handcuffs and I want him gone. Do you even know who his real mother is? I'm his real mother. Let's go. Maybe there is something wrong with Brandon. I will never turn against our son. He's not my son! Something wrong? Boy around by chance. You're one of the only people in the world that knows how special I am. There are believed to be no survivors among the 268 passengers on board. I know there is good inside you. Written by James Gunn's bros. So this, this movie is nepotism at its fucking finest. Because yeah. <laughs> it's produced by him and written by his brothers. And uh, directed by one, somebody from... Uh, that he worked with for the longest time on the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Well, there you go. <laughs> and the consensus online right now for Brightburn is that it's okay, but doesn't do enough for this premise. And I will be the first to say that I agree with that. Uh, how did you feel about Brightburn? You feel the same way? I agree with that, but I still liked it. I also enjoyed it, but not for the reasons I thought I would. I went into this thinking it was going to be kind of like a cool Elseworld story for Superman to see. That's why when people say it was going to be Chronicle plus Superman, I thought we were going to see the descent of Brandon Breyer's Clark Kent into uh, a villainous character. Like the twist on rather than hear, hear about his origin of being like a, an alien and going, you know what? True justice in the American way. He go the Chronicles route. Like let's say he got picked on. Let's say he got like, you know... Uh, he felt like his family didn't love him. He felt estranged because of his alien hor- origins. He would become more like an Akira type and like an unhinged Superman. Never saw it. <laughs> you never saw Chronicles? No. Oh, you Akira. Said, you said oh, Akira. Akira. <coughs> okay, well, it's basically Chronicles. <laughs> Akira Toriyama? No. <laughs> Same concept as Chronicles, though. That's basically where they lifted that idea from. Um, but what I, what I got was, it felt like a Superman slasher movie. And what... I felt like the biggest wow moments in the in the movie were wasn't seeing the descent of a possibly heroic figure into someone evil, but rather very grotesque and visceral and brutal murders. Yeah, this movie is way more gory than I expected. It I to did be. not, and they, they even in the the little bit of a footage they showed in like the 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 trailers where they showed like the woman in the diner being attacked. That was toned down in the trailers. It's yeah. actually more bloody in the actual movie. Like, and then, oh my God, when you see what happens, what ultimately happens to her by the end, it's like, bro, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Zero to 100 real quick. Um, so, like, in some well, way. the uncle. <laughs> bro. <laughs> the way this kid killed people was just like, what the fuck? Um, so, it was thrilling in that way, but I didn't. It being more of like a, a superhero slasher wasn't what I was expecting. Still satisfying to an extent, but I feel like what I really wanted to see was the movie you get in the credits of this movie. And I feel like there's another movie that we saw recently that I kind of felt the same way about. I don't remember what, though. can't remember. Yeah, uh, especially when we get to the, the credits, which if you haven't seen this movie... That's what I wanted to see. If you haven't seen this movie, don't look at comicbook.com because they spoil the... The, the ending in the t- headline of the article. Are you serious? And the movie literally just came out. 
Wow. Yeah. Douchebags. Because the ending's the best part, honestly. So, uh, yeah, based on the ending, I was like, I would actually want to see this world expounded upon. This would be the great first... This is so fucking sad to say... But more than the DCEU Superman, this would be a great first movie to build a universe on. Yes. Like a Chronicle. I mean, not Chronicle. The Conjuring universe. Yeah. And they almost kind of do in the, the credit scene. They, they allude to the possibility of creating more. But yeah, that's, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. I was like, what the? F- this is a- I want- were they- At first I was like, were these also movies that I don't remember? Or like, were they like the, like, well, one of them was like, was that La Llorona? Like, what, what the fuck? So yeah, I would like to see, I would like to see that. Like, and then it go to his logical conclusion of Evil Justice League? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, we just said, like, we just said we're talking universe. We, we just said we were talking. They don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we said we're not talking spoilers. Not yet. Mm. But yes, I would like to see that in Evil Justice League. That'd be fucking awesome. So I would like to see them talk, because they basically talked about a Wonder Woman, an Aquaman, and you saw a picture of the Flash, uh, Evil Flash. Is that what that was? What the he had the lightning on his uh, oh, chest, I didn't even but they didn't know. mention it. I but noticed. they talked about the evil Wonder Woman and the evil Aquaman. Yeah, I, saw, I remember the Aquaman. And I was like, I want to see each and every single one of these properties. Get yes. Made. Is it sad that I'm more excited about that than the DCEU? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, this would be way more exciting than, than the actual Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> so my biggest issue is really just the fact that we didn't get to see the the slow change in Brendan Bryant's character from good to evil. It was really it really is like a light switch. Like because of the plot and what happens, he just go literally goes overnight from good to evil. And not even just that, and like I feel like this is a movie that could have used another like half an hour or so, 45 minutes. Because how long was it? Hour and a half? Hour and a half. Yeah, it's pretty short. It's very short. Cause like yeah, like you said, granted, I missed the first like 15 minutes of the movie. So I don't know what happened. In the you first basically scene. just missed the origin of Superman. But it's almost like they tried to have their cake and eat it too. Like they make it seem like he just doesn't give a fuck about humanity now that he's discovered that he has these powers. But then at the same time, I they try to do make good, it mom. Well, not even that. That's not what I was going to try, oh. try to say. But at the same time, they make it seem like he's being possessed by something. Like whatever that oh, yeah, yeah. force is coming from the spaceship. And even the moment where he's like speaking, he hears this voice in his head that basically, again, I guess we're talking spoilers, but basically tells him to take the world. It's like, what is that voice? Where is it coming from? Is is that the is that the message that he was given? Is that Jor El? <laughs> yeah, is that the message he was given before he came to Earth? Is it like a Goku situation where he was sent to Earth to destroy everyone, and he may maybe he forgot, and That's now suddenly like. he's remembered. It's like. But you, they don't go into that. Like I said, no. they try to have their kick and eat it too. The one moment it makes it seem like he's possessed, and the next moment it, they make it seem like this movie, Because, and I got to say it because this is exactly what I thought when I was watching this movie. It's basically white entitlement privilege. <laughs> white entitlement privilege? Yes. That's that's when he started talking about superiority and all this other stuff. And Wow. That's what you got out of that? That's exactly what I got. I was like, this is Dylan Roof. <laughs> wow. Especially, and those fellas. That's were, not what I thought. I more so thought because the mom is so like, overly forgiving of the crazy shit her son is doing. I was like, this is a terrible white mom parenting. Like, <laughs> But I was going to say, the, the feelings that I had weren't helped by the fact that the one black character in this movie died. So it's Instantly. like, it's definitely, this is, this is Dylan Roof or like, also because you know, like, uh, uh, right wing terrorism and all the other stuff, which is mostly committed by white men and the fact that white men are most, are pretty much the majority of serial killers. All of that went up since Trump. And so seeing this, wow. I was like, that's 
Wow, what I thought, you gotta make shit racial though. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I thought about while watching this movie. Like See, I more so just saw it as that this is the logical conclusion that a a this a, movie is about white privilege, Jordan. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> like if Superman had had a different reaction to learning that he was an alien, like rather than go white like, privilege, what <laughs> alien privilege, <laughs> white alien privilege. Um, before we get into heavy spoilers, let me just say that my I, I think I would give this. Before the ending, I think I would have given this a high passable. But the ending bumped it up to a more than passable for me. I'm I'm between high passable and low more than passable. Like a C plus, B minus. That's fair. And it's mostly because, like I said, I wish they have gone even like the same thing I talked about with John Wick. I I wanted, I, I enjoyed the fact that they went into the lore more. You didn't, but I was just like, yeah, I want to know. I want to want to know more about where he came from, who sent him, what's going on with. That wasn't my main issue, John Wick. I mean, they yeah, you was like, huh? see, when they talked about the lore in the high table, I didn't really like it because they didn't explain everything. They just yeah, they just yeah. threw out more information. I didn't want the information. Not if it doesn't lead to anything. And coupling that with the fact that there was no emotional core to that movie, just if. Felt like here's more information. You. John Wick is my favorite movie of the year. Wow. <laughs> okay. Endgame. My favorite movie of the year. Wow. <laughs> this, is, this is fighting words. But yeah, so I, I wish they would have got. And then also, 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 what is also. that? Also, <laughs> am I from Brooklyn? <laughs> and then also, like, I do wish they would have shown him have more of a conflict, considering. What what was he like thirteen in this movie? Like for the last yeah, like twelve years, he was a normal kid, which I'm assuming he didn't like s- discover these. He didn't not have these powers. All of like I'm pretty sure he had have had these powers. No, according I mean from the way they show it, he got those powers like downloaded into him that very night or whatever. So but, it goes from zero to that's why I was saying it goes from zero to hundred too fast. But either way, whether he just got those powers or not, I still would have liked to have seen. A conflict within him. You didn't really see anything, especially when what, what they got say in the trailer and then even in this movie. It's like I want to do good. It's like, do you? Though they never once show that. Yeah, they never show that. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like they needed more time to establish him as a good kid and then his conflict becoming evil. But they never. It, there's no conflict. It's just like I'm evil now. Fuck you, mom and dad. <laughs> like basically, like right away. Yeah, like I would have loved to have seen a slow descent into villainy. Yeah, that's what made Chronicles so so. Uh, compelling but maybe he maybe he was bullied and he decided to lash out and he did it on accident or whatever but he didn't mean to do it yeah and then eventually and other, the power. yeah then eventually other stuff happens and then event then then eventually he become he gets a, a god complex more or less honestly you talking about race this movie probably would have benefited a lot from being like a black kid or something like some minority kid in the same kind of environment and having him bullied like you know extremely bullied for things like his race. And honestly, that probably would have worked a lot better because then he would feel like an outsider in the same way that he is actually an outsider because he's an alien. You know what I'm saying? You probably could have married those two concepts together and made a really cool theme. But because it's a white kid, now you're, yeah, it feels like white privilege. <laughs> I'm superior to you all. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Serial killer. I feel like they just didn't do enough with it. They didn't, they didn't pull that taffy enough to make it truly compelling. But again, but the ending and the shockingness of of the ending, and then what happens in the end credits is what made me go like, "Oh, this is the movie I fucking wanted." But I really, I, I love the parent, like Elizabeth uh, Banks and David Dunn. Like I loved seeing the chemistry was good. They had good chemistry, but also on top of that, like seeing their reaction to him 
this kid that they grew, this kid that they basically basically raised, now all of a sudden acting crazy. Yeah, <laughs> in a way that he's never acted before. All right, let's jump into the spoilers because I, that's why I was like, these are just white parents. Because like the, there were so many times where they, they knew exactly what was happening to this kid. Like the first thing that happens that's weird. The mom finds him in the barn trying to rip open the fucking the 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 trap door to the spaceship. But rather than even tell the dad, she merely tries to cover up like, no, 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 it's he was just sleepwalking. It's yeah, weird. That happened. I'm like, bitch, you know he's an alien, and you know it's where the ship is. Tell your husband. <laughs> tell your husband. Yeah, it's not like he doesn't know. Yeah, it's so like I, you should be concerned. And it wasn't like it was just him. Like being a normal kid trying to open like latch the, the trap door, his arms were like fucking like morphing and becoming giant when he was doing it. Oh, see, I didn't. Like I said, I missed the beginning part. Oh, you didn't even see that part? No. Okay, that's the part. Right when she catches him and pulls him away or whatever, that's when I came in. Okay. Well, when he was pulling it, he was like feral, and you could see the muscles in his arms like expanding every time he pulled. Which, funny enough, that little kid, uh, Jackson Dunn, is the actor. He's the same actor that played young Scott Lang when he got turned into a, a little teenager or whatever. Oh my God, really? But it was like, Scott, is that you? Yes, it's me. I didn't that's, even notice. Yeah, that's him. Oh, wow. They probably should have done more with him then if he's actually an actor, actor. Because they didn't give him, they treated him like Henry Cavill Superman where he didn't have that much dialogue. And then also uh, the father, David Dun- David Denman, he played Skip on Angel. Who? You don't remember Skip? No. The the like samurai looking demon? Let me, I'll keep talking. No. I'll, 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 I'll show you. Mm. I was like, oh, that's Skip. Oh, okay. Well, uh, but I mean, there's, like I was saying, like the, what, what's cool about this movie is the brutality of the kills and how visceral they are. Like the, like they show like glass getting, literally a woman in my audience. Oh, I remember him. Yeah. He was like nice. He looked like monstrous, but he was really polite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a woman in my theater, like in my row, that actually got up and left when the the glass fell into that woman's eye, and she had to pull it out. Cause they show they go so long, her slowly, slowly pulling, pulling it out, out yeah. and they zoom in so you can see it. It's like ah, or like the like you mentioned the uncle when he makes the car crash and his it's, fucking jaw his jaw like just detaches. Yes, yeah, he's got like a fucking monster jaw because like it gets, it gets pushed in by the steering wheel and it crashes to the ground and he's alive. So you see him like trying to like, to keep his jaw like closed, but it's like there's no yeah. As he's losing a shit ton of blood, he's like he's like choking on blood while like Brandon is just watching him like it's fucked up. And he's got this weird thing where he's stalking that girl who's like his lowest lane or something. And he's just like, the world's gonna know I'm special one day, and you're the first. I'm gonna kill your mom though. <laughs> yeah, because your mom doesn't want us to be together. Mom. I did like when he would look at people though and give him like. Bitch, I'm gonna get you. Look, <laughs> it's like I'm gonna get you, bitch. <laughs> I watched an interview with the director saying that he, there was a moment where the end, the end was still gonna be what it was, but there was also gonna be a moment where the arm that he broke, she was gonna attach like a cyborg arm on her, like I'm gonna get you next. I was like, yeah. I'm Wait, what arm that he I broke? Remember he broke her arm, the little girl. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he, not even just broke, like he fucking destroyed her arm. Yeah, destroy. And it was another thing. It was like it was about white privilege. The fact that he destroyed. He- Fucking ripped that little girl's arm into like fucking powder, and then when the mom's like, "Um, are they gonna do anything to this discipline this kid? Arrest him? Anything? Nah, two days suspension." I'm like, two days suspension? <laughs> he crushed your fucking hand. No yeah. one's gonna have any issue with this." <laughs> but 
Uh, Bullshit. He he was saying that there was gonna be a moment where she gets a, she starts tinkering. She's basically cyborg, and she attaches a a cyborg arm now. Okay, that would make no sense. That would have been stupid. <laughs> like she never never they never once established she's like fucking cyborg smart. No. But though I did while watching it go. Why isn't there like a like how cool would it be if they took like a Stranger Things approach? And spoilers, he kills his parents ultimately. But like, why not have kids try and fight him too? And like have like a parallel story where a kid like might maybe his bully, or maybe a kid that you think is an asshole, who you think is his Lex Luthor, turns out to be the good character, and like is his antithesis. antithesis. Like when there rises a hero, or when there rises a villain, it has to be a rise of a hero too. I feel like there's too much, especially with the movie only being an hour and a half. It's not enough time for. Well, no, clearly they tried to no do that. Time. <laughs> there's no time, Jordan. But clearly they tried to do that. They wanted to make the girl like a cyborg hand or something. They said no. That was in their one of the original drafts. They, uh, obviously, they didn't do it. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, but that was for future movie. I said that was going to happen at the very end. Mm. I mean, same thing though. Maybe if like one of the kids that was the bully is like a genius, and he's the one that figures out like how to try and kill him. Though I did like that you think the entire time, oh, well, clearly the mom's going to kill him with like his equivalent of kryptonite because the ship can cut him or whatever. And then when he tries to, or when she tries to kill him, she spends way too long going, you're my son and I love you. I'm like, bitch, just stop. But I mean, I get it though. It's like, you can't, because you got to think from her perspective, like they've been trying for a long, for the longest time to have kids and then they finally get this blessing, more or less this gift Bro. From the from the heavens. Bro. And on top of that, for the last 12 years, he's been nothing but a normal, loving kid. Now, all of a sudden, he's fucking, fucking flipping out. That's great if he had, hadn't killed anybody. But not only did he kill his uncle, he killed uh, uh, the, the girl's mom. And then at that point, he had already killed the father. So it's like... Fuck this little demon! Like that's why she made. That's how she was gonna kill him. But no, at the same but time, you don't hesitate like, that long after it's like you find out that he's a fucking stone cold serial killer. She bought all those pictures. It was like that was, that was creepy in itself. All those pictures of like him like killing all the people and shit. Mm-hmm. You find all this like demonic imagery. You find out, your son coldly tells you, "Dad's gone. Where's where is he at? He's gone, mom." What do I'm you like, mean gone? You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. No hesitation. Stab his ass. Was, that was another thing where it was like, he's Superman strong, but rather than just kill the people that he wants to kill, he like terrorizes them first. Yeah. <laughs> he likes to scare them. Yeah. I'm like, why? Just fucking kill them. He's like, now I'm going to fly through the house a couple That's times. It's not, not enough to just kill you. He wants to fucking freak you out. Why? Because he gets joy out of that. <laughs> why? <laughs> He's like, nah, I'm sadistic now. Exactly. <laughs> because, yeah, you're right. There is a weird thing where it's like, you're not quite sure, is he being controlled? Because at first it seems like he's being brainwashed or taken over by whatever that ship entity is. Yeah. But then it's just like... And then like, also you hear that voice. Yeah. That's not clearly not him. But then it's almost just like the voice is like, you're better than them. Just kill everybody. He's like, you right, voice. Fuck everybody. I'm like, so is it he's being controlled or just influenced or he's just an asshole? Like I'm not understanding where the influence stops and where it stop where where it ends. Exactly, that's yeah. my biggest complaint. Yeah, but the way he killed his mother and even his father, the way he killed his father with like fucking the heat vision through the fucking face. Yeah, that was brutal. It was like I wanted to see that in BVS. And I, felt, <laughs> I felt I felt bad for his father too because you felt like he didn't want to do it. He shot him in the head, and then when he saw that shit bounce off. He was like, like "Oh, oh fu- shit. yeah, I'm, I'm fucked." <laughs> But I'm like, bro, if that was your plan, why didn't you just talk to her? 
Like you could have came up with the plan together. She could have told of course, you because you know she's she wasn't gonna she wasn't ready at that point. Bro, don't even do it. It wasn't because honestly, it wasn't even like that kid was going crazy then. If he just didn't do that, the kid probably wouldn't have gone all over the deep end. No, he wouldn't have killed him, but he would have killed other people because he already killed other people by then. And he was oddly like trying to keep it a secret. Or yeah, like clearly lying. And I'm, I'm so happy when he told them that blatant lie of like, "No, I was out. Don't touch my bloody shirt, though. Don't look at it." They're like. He's fucking lying. What do we do? <laughs> of course he's yeah. lying. I was like, oh, thank God. And it's cool to see because it's like now that you know, because they didn't always know he had these abilities because he never exhibited it before. Yeah. But it's like now that you know what you know, what do you do? Just like because you see the conflict of them wanting to be like disciplinary parents, but you can't discipline a child who's like, that's a God. Invincible. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> I don't know. I just wish he had fucking spoke to her before he was like, I'm going to take this to my own hands. And I'm like, well, I mean, they knew he was so powerful. He could pick up a truck. He already knew he killed the uncle and had, or at least a heavy suspicion. So I was like, why would you assume a bullet would do it? Like, I wouldn't just assume that. You saw him chewing a fucking fork and like destroying it with his teeth. I wouldn't just be like, I'm sure a bullet could kill him. I wouldn't make that assumption. I mean, but I guess you, don't, you don't know just because like Wonder Woman is not bulletproof. Isn't she? We don't even know. <laughs> We're not even sure. Well, I mean, at least based on because otherwise, what's the gaunt, what's the gauntlet for if she's bulletproof? So her titties don't jiggle when the no. I saw that. I, I saw that. That's that's that was a joke. That's not actually comic accurate. They hurt, but they don't penetrate. Maybe I don't fucking know. But yeah, I don't know. It, there was just a lot. Of, even like there was even dumb moments. Like I felt like there was too much slasher in this this. Elseworld Superman story because even the point where people were dumb enough where like the detective had to put together huh okay well his uncle got killed and the mother of the girl that he broke the hand of got killed or is missing hmm it might be Brennan Bryers <laughs> well no he figured it because every scene is the BB he leaves the B. Basically, he tells on himself. Yeah, but about even the BB, I'm like, there, there's a very clear link between those two people. So I guess you had to establish that for the audience. But I'm like, come on, bro, it's not that hard to put it together. They have, there's, they, they have a common link, and the, they, there's two murders that happen pretty close together, and they both have a direct link to that kid. I'm like, come on, you should have been over there. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, though, it's like they've never seen this type of stuff before, so you can't just make the assumption. Oh, a kid caused a car crash. Oh, I'm not going to say like jump to that leap right away, but at least be like, uh, maybe we should talk to the Brandon kid because it seems like they have a weird connection to him. Ultimately, he does. So I can't even complain that much. But it's just like the fact that they had to like, they had to have the whole scene of, hmm, what's the connection here? <laughs> and then he gets instantly killed by Brandon. Yeah. Unceremoniously. Entitled white privilege. Oh. <laughs> But the way he killed the mom, I thought was fucking excellent. Like the lifting her up into the sky. He 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 watches. Like she watches him ascend. So it, it looked like a Superman moment. But then when he drops her, mm-hmm. that's fucked up. I thought he like I knew he was gonna kill her as soon as he grabbed her. But I thought he was gonna fly like into space and she was gonna lose oxygen. Like she was gonna suffocate. She kind of did. She started to. Mm-mm, they weren't that high up. No, they're above the cloud. You saw her going. <gasps> She was losing oxygen. Oh yeah, she was losing that because but that would kill her. The drop killed her. <laughs> she was that, you are she wasn't that high up that you she couldn't breathe. It's just the air is thinner up there. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. You, but you meant like space space. Yeah, I meant like space space. Oh yeah, maybe he didn't know he could actually go to space yet. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but 
from that point. Oh, yeah, then just drop it while he just looks down. Yeah, with the red cape and shit. Like, when they play into the Superman imagery, Which also, I'm I like, liked it. Where the fuck did he get that mask from? <laughs> they just show him, like, drawing it, and then all of a sudden he made it. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. It wasn't even like it was, like, you know, the cloth he was wrapped in. Was it? There was a red cloth, though, that in that dream sequence where in he the showed the baby. dream sequence, yeah, so maybe. So is it? Maybe. So the evil spaceship voice told him, wear your, yeah. your, your blanket as a cape. Make, make a mask. <laughs> Trust me, it'll look awesome. <laughs> yeah, the fact that they didn't answer any of those questions is a big like, really? But I mean, they leave it open for a sequel in that way. And the, the end credits of him doing all the things I wanted to see in this movie, of him like destroying buildings and destroying planes and, you know, like the setup of the evil Justice League with like other creatures in this world kind of like him. Yeah, because at that point, after he uh, destroyed, kills his mother and stuff like that, now he don't give a fuck. He can't be, what, who's going to stop him? Nobody. And now nobody even knows about his spaceship or his weakness. So he's just, he's a god. <laughs> well, his Lex Luthor will find out. Which which does make me wonder. It's like, because if they do bring it to the like the evil Justice League, it makes me wonder, well, then how do you fight the evil Justice League? It's got to be like a Lex Luthor resistance kind of thing. But Humans. even still, Lex Luthor can only do so, <laughs> so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, it'd be so cool if they're able to actually like do like an Elseworld crossover and bring in like Henry Cavill Superman to fight him. It's not gonna happen. That'd be so cool though. Wouldn't it be awesome? Because even something like Injustice, like yeah, well you had evil Superman, you had to bring in another Superman from another universe to stop him because who else can stop a Superman? Granted, like there's a lot of stuff with like the Injustice lore that they did in the comics so I was like none of this makes sense. Like I get Superman is Superman but at the same time there are a lot of people that could take Superman out. Like, Dr. Fate? Yeah, plot. <laughs> it always depends on plot. The Spectre? Um, so let's get into anime, but you, since you didn't see the only anime I wanted to talk about, which was Attack on Titan, I guess we can talk about One Punch Man. <laughs> so the monster we we missed two episodes so it was the monster uprising episode and the introduction of the class s heroes um so how do you feel about these last two episodes so they they finally finished the martial arts tournament where saitama fights that sure are you yeah the super martial artist guy meanwhile in the city which again like i it's supposed to be like the apocalypse outside the martial arts tournament but it doesn't feel like the apocalypse I feel like there's supposed to be a sense of urgency there that it's is not. It, is it supposed to be the apocalypse or just yes. a lot of monsters attacking? But that's the apocalypse. It's supposed to be the, the the slow ramp up to the whatever that that legend is or that prophecy where the monsters will destroy the world or whatever. They even introduced that demon king or that monster king Orochimaru or whatever the fuck it was called. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feel like an invasion that's slowly overtaking the world. It just kind of feels like. Yeah, I didn't feel like it was taking over the world, just taking over certain pocket pockets of the city. Or but that's the world, because they, they keep talking about how basically everyone but the S-Class heroes now are like exhausted. Like 
there's been so many monster attacks that they don't have enough heroes to keep up with it. So now they had to call out the big guns, finally. And I think that was cool when they actually introduced the S-Class heroes, or some of them anyway. Yeah, uh, Tornado Girl. We already knew her. Psychic Girl. But now you see like how powerful she is. Yeah, I was going to say, but you still see, compared to her sister. Yeah. Because in the season one, all she really did was like hold that giant yeah, hold base that, in place. Yeah. yeah. But now you can see how powerful she is when she fights monsters and shit. Yeah, she took out that octopus thing. Yeah, like easily. That the A class heroes were fucking having trouble with. Even the S class. Yeah, hero. even the S class. Uh, granted, he was kicking his ass. Yeah, but she just like <laughs> instantly like just yeah. crushed it. <laughs> force, force crush. Yeah. So I, I mean, how do you feel about the last two episodes of One Punch Man? How do you feel about the season so far, like in general? Yeah, I was gonna say like this episode was. Oh, it was all right. <laughs> the animation is so lackluster. Like, there's like, so many still frames and like blood. They do this thing where they'll, they'll blur the image for fast motion and it just looks sloppy. You know what I'm talking about? No. I'm like, oh, you're not an animation junkie. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, even the fight like Saitama and Shirayu, I was like, I, th- I thought that was decent enough. Like, if, like him trying to hold him trying to hold his wig. And oh, yeah. Shirayu thinking the whole time, like, oh, he's a good strategist because he's protecting his head. And it's like, no, <laughs> he's just trying to keep the wig on. Yeah. And then the fact that it ended because he got disqualified because of no headpieces. And I'm like, really? What a weak ass. <laughs> yeah, what a weak ass. <laughs> but then he keeps fighting anyway, so. Well, because Shirayu was like, oh, the tournament's over. Okay, now we can fight for real. I'm going to kill you. And yeah. it's like, no, you're not. <laughs> so, I mean, that was cool to see, like, how Saitama was still completely unaffected yeah. by all of it. That's it. <laughs> Review over. <laughs> oh, one thing they did introduce that I was like, oh, maybe my theory is right about Garo becoming a monster. They introduced the concept of a weird monster seed or something, which I don't know what that was. That mean sperm? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's about like they. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's like the weird martial arts had that meeting, and then one of them ended up being evil because he was like, I, I chose the side of the monsters, and then like he eats one of those things, and he becomes a monster. Yeah. So now there is a way for people to become monsters and become more powerful from becoming a monster. So maybe that is yeah. That, I, I would assume that would be the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, it makes Garo like. Like an actual formidable foe. Yeah, he would get his wish of becoming a monster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's interesting, but it's not that interesting. I'm like, notice how enthusiastic we are about this episode. Yeah, like, woo. <laughs> because there's no, I don't know. Without the big, epic action set pieces, it just all you have to fall back on is the comedy and the story, and I feel like that's it's not compelling enough. In a lot of episodes. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it is funny where it's like, oh, this is great. Like, this is actually like a like a funny, like, parody moment. But a lot I mean, of times even it's seeing, like... Yeah. Uh, what's his face? Genos fighting. Like, that was cool. He's just been getting his ass kicked. Yeah. As per usual. <laughs> like a roach guy kicking his ass. Granted, what? he beat up the other people. I mean, yeah. Fodder. He, just, he beats fodder. <laughs> and he ultimately, he did beat the roach guy. Because the roach guy was supposed... I don't know. I guess roaches is fast, but I guess <laughs> he was he was super he was super fast, and he didn't want to. Uh, he had a technique that he was saving for the ninja guy. Glue. Yeah. <laughs> I spill glue on the floor. Best technique ever. Uh, That's kind of it. What yeah, would you rate the, the last two episodes? I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> Passable. All right, one punch man. Moving on. <laughs> Let's get into the news of the week with Michael. 
She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I can call you a nigga. If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. I don't want hand me down. I don't want any gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. Uh, can't believe you seen Attack on Titan. That's what I really wanted to talk about, you asshole. <laughs> that's all I wanted. Not my fault. <laughs> ah. But uh, speaking of something else that's not my fault, it's not a whole lot of news this week. So this will go by pretty quick. Sweet, short episode, finally. But something else that also might go by quick, because I'm not really sure I'm a fan. But uh, whatever. But the Terminator, Dark Fate, released a little teaser trailer. Who are you? My name is Sarah Connor. Never seen one like you before. Almost human. I am human. Why do you care what happens to her? Because I was her. Is that a teaser trailer? It's like a full ass trailer. Trailer, whatever. It's like two and a half minutes. I don't care. Wow. Linda Linda Hamilton. Wait, what's her name? Linda Linda Hamilton. You got Ghost Rider as the newest Terminator. That was Ghost Rider. That was Ghost Rider. You don't know. You you know nothing, Jon Snow. (laughs) He didn't look Spanish. You that was what? What does that mean? What? I. I thought he looked so dorky, but I thought the, the Ghost Rider guy is so badass. He doesn't look Spanish. <laughs> what? Because he looked like a white guy to me, but I was like, you're telling me he's the Ghost Rider guy? Yes, it's the same guy. Holy shit, let me double check that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I literally was like, this guy looks so dorky. I do like the Kage Bunchen. Oh, yeah. Why do I see it in his face, though? I guess maybe he looks a little bit older. I don't know. But I like the the Kage Bunshin ability, make a shadow clone of the Terminator. It's like a it's like a Terminator exoskeleton, but with the the liquid Terminator on top of it, so that it can like separate and become two Terminators. But I want to know how they're gonna explain uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger because they go to his house and he looks old because he's old because he did get older, but still, it's like you're a robot. Yeah, I don't understand. Is that the like the the person that the model was based on? Maybe. Or no, they no, confirmed he's a T eight hundred. Couldn't be. I think they confirmed he's a T eight hundred though. It's not even like he's a human. Well, they didn't say. No, I I, th- I think I read that they confirmed he's a T eight hundred. I don't know because I'm like even if it was, if that's the model the human that the model was based on it's like that even that wouldn't make sense because he came from the future so that human would had to have been alive during yeah. John Connor's and also is John Connor not a thing anymore? Yeah, because now it's like it's following again girl power. I'm gonna keep every time it comes up, I have to be the one to acknowledge it. But it's all women, like it's all women versus this new Terminator, and yeah. the, it's like a female Terminator and Linda Carter, Linda Carter, what <laughs> Wonder Woman, <laughs> yeah, Linda Hamilton. and Linda Hamilton like team me up uh-huh. to save to, to save... pick this new little girl. Yeah, who I guess is someone else important. Yeah, to they resistance? say she's she's important. But yeah, where's John Car- Connor if if not not John Carter of Mars? Yeah, excuse, excuse <laughs> the wrong which, names. Which was actually a good movie, so I'm surprised it didn't make as much money. And I would love to have seen a sequel for it. Anyway, random. <laughs> but yeah, like John Connor should be an adult by this time. Where is he? 
I mean, he might, sh- maybe he'll show up. Why is he in it? It's like a cameo. Yeah, the whole Terminator franchise was about John Connor. But I guess. Girl power. Can't have that now. Now it's got to be about well, girls. <laughs> I say, I guess they might try and. They're trying to do something else with the franchise. They're like, oh, we're tired of John. But at the same time, it's like, but you're not, though, because you're bringing Arnold Schwarzenegger and Linda Hamilton back. And I would so, love know. to see freaking Sarah Connor and John Connor, like, in their prime teaming up. Like, now we've got, like, hard-ass, badass Sarah Connor. I would like to see, like, a 30-year-old John Connor and her, like, working together. Father and daughter. I mean, what? No. What? Mother what? and son. <laughs> Mother and son. I mean, like I said, who knows? Maybe he'll show up as, like, a cameo, but at the same time, it's like, but that's not... I don't know. It's not Terminator. Uh, to explain maybe the old Arnold, though, I mean, you didn't see Terminator Genisys, right? No. They kind of explained why he looked old in that by saying that the skin over the ex- exoskeleton still ages. And I don't think they're using any of the uh, timeline changes in Genisys, right? It's just taking from No, they're saying two. this movie takes place right after two. See, that's confusing. Not man. right after, you know what I mean, but. Yeah. See, that's confusing. So man. all those other movies are non canon. Yes, I have no idea where he came from. At least in Genesis, they did a thing where Sarah Connor Which was Which again raised. makes me go, well, if that's the case, where's John Connor? <laughs> yeah. But in, in Genesis, they, they did a thing where Sarah Connor was raised by the Terminator. Like the Terminator came back, like another Terminator came back in time when she was a kid to try and kill her. But they sent the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator back in time at that point to protect her. So then her entire life, because he, the Terminator's killed her family, she was raised by Arnold, Arnold Terminator. And he, his skin aged. So by the time she was like Daenerys aged, because it was Daenerys, um, it's old Arnold Schwarzenegger. But if they're not going to have that timeline anymore, then I don't know why he's old. <laughs> I don't know where he came from. Because Arnold Schwarzenegger is old. Well, yeah, that's why. But <laughs> Are you looking forward to this? Do you care at all? I think the concept of like the Terminator in this is cool, like how it transforms into two. But I'll check it out. Yeah, I'm not that hyped about it. I'm over it. I'm to be fair, it looks better than Genesis did, well, and I, Salvation. I, I, I didn't see that. So they were both trash. <laughs> so you didn't miss anything. But wait, Salvation was the one with uh, Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah, I saw that one. I didn't like that one either. Yeah, it was better than three, I think, though. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> this franchise has been trash. <laughs> like it's, it, now, now, there's more trash transform or Transformers. There's more trash Terminators, and there are good ones. One and two were good, and then three, four, three, and five, four, five are five, terrible. You're terrible. Yeah. So, ugh. so we'll see November 1st fingers crossed that the dark fate isn't a metaphor for the actual movie <laughs> well uh, speaking of a dark fate uh, Toy Story 2 is coming and 2? I mean you know what I mean. <laughs> Toy Story 4 is coming and Tom Hanks keeps talking about how this movie made him so emotional and makes, made him cry to make you cry bitch so new trailer Woody? Why am I alive? <gasps> you are a toy. You belong to Bonnie. These are your friends. Ah! Woody, I have a question. Um, well, actually, not just one. I have all the questions. Who wants to go on a road trip? Me! Vacation! You need help with that. No, no, I got it. <laughs> I know, this is a little strange, but we all have to make sure nothing Woody! happens to Forky. Woody! Something happened to him. Buzz, we gotta get Forky. Roger that. The panic is attacking me. Change of plans. Jesse, Ham, Buzz, Bo, Rex, Potato Head. Ah! Hey, watch it, buddy. Where do we go? 
Let's go save a spork. Do I need to be worried? Well, my guys are veterans. They'll hang in there. On my way! No. I know the perfect toy to help. Duke Kaboom, Canada's greatest stuntman. Oh, yeah. Huh? Yes. He's posing. Yeah. Duke, we need Hold to... Hold on. One more. Oh, yeah. What'd you think? Um, I saw that even this trailer made people emotional, but I don't understand how. I didn't get emotional at all in it. It just I, seems like I more didn't... of the same. It just seems like, oh, man, once again... The, the toys are lost and you gotta go find them and, but now instead of it being Woody or Buzz that are lost it's Forky and it's the fine Forky and I guess they're also kind of going more into the lore of what creates a toy because Forky wasn't a thing before the little girl made him yeah love Michael love makes a toy come to life and a lack of love can kill it <laughs> does it though because then you have a whole sanctuary of ownerless toys that Bo Peep is part of but they had to have, have a, they had to have an owner at one point right yeah, at one point, but they they didn't like. Remember, I mentioned before, like, oh, them growing up is what makes them unsentient again, like, or whatever. But that was our awesome theory that probably isn't gonna happen. Yeah, especially if they're especially about talk about there possibly being a Toy Story five. But why? Why? What happened to finality? Like, why isn't? Why can't things just end? Yeah, Toy Story three was supposed to be the ending. <laughs> yeah, and it was a great ending. It was. So, so like, I'm not. Great, I could be wrong. This movie could be amazing, but like just going into it, I'm not. I don't know. I don't. I don't see the the reason for it yet. No, but I'm still. I mean, for the most part, Toy Story has been like three and three. So, yeah, yeah. And like I said before, this could be like an existential crisis movie about, you know, Woody and like what. Yeah, like yeah, we live for the kids, but what about we live for ourselves? Like you know what I mean? <laughs> so they develop their own Wakanda. Toy Conda. Toy Conda. <laughs> Toy Conda forever. <laughs> I would totally watch that movie. <laughs> Little Black Panther toys. Well, uh, speaking of Black Panther, uh, I didn't order any of these news. I didn't order any of this news, but whatever. You didn't order any of it? Yeah. Like, oh, oh, like order it. Yeah, put it. Usually put uh -oh. it in order. It makes it like you're ordering like a fucking like a. Yeah, like, can I get a pizza news? <laughs> can I get number six of news, please? <laughs> but uh. So yeah, uh, there's talks that Marvel Studios, more so for Disney Plus, or it could be a movie. They haven't decided yet, but they're in. But they're in talks right now. Well, probably it's gonna be a movie, but that they're gonna start adapting the Ultimates for a future multiverse set of adventures. Wait, in what? Like animation? No, 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 live action. Live action Ultimates? Yeah. That's awesome. Like, are they going to actually introduce, like, Blue Marvel and shit? That's what I would hope, because he's part of the Ultimates. Let's just get rid of but Captain Marvel. Are, but there are a bunch of incarnations of the Ultimates, but the current one is Captain... Because the current one that has the characters that we know are Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau, Black Panther, Blue Marvel, and America Chavez. Like, who would be this version of the Ultimates, considering who's in the MCU right now? It would have to be Captain Marvel, because you obviously keep this... Yeah, you Captain already Marvel, got the Black Panther, Black you Panther. already got her... Um, maybe if Captain Marvel takes place in the future, you, it makes sense to have Monica. So Monica Rambeau and Captain Marvel. Yeah. So because I mean they're on the team, they're on the Ultimates. You think we're gonna get Monica Rambeau and Ka and Carol Danvers simultaneously? We might. Again, we don't know because like I'm asking you if you Captain Marvel if Captain Marvel two takes place in the present, I don't see 
why you wouldn't have Mon. Well, maybe I was gonna say have Monica Rambeau, but she could just be adult Monica, but no powers. Because I just feel like they're the same character. Like they have not they really. Have, they have two. They have completely different power sets. What I thought they both have laser beams. In a, <laughs> in a in a sense. Okay, so what's the difference? Monica's power is she can turn into any form of energy. So it's like, okay. yes, yeah, I guess it's laser, but it's like it's different though. Like really, Monica is vastly superior. Like she's way more powerful than Captain Marvel. Hmm. Like anything that Monica, I mean anything that unless unless it's like a blow for blow, like Monica doesn't really have super strength. But any like uh, photon blast or whatever that that Carol can blast that shoot at Monica, Monica could turn herself into that more or less and absorb all of that. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. I just feel like it's redundant though. Like if you're gonna have Monica Rambeau's cat, like what should be what? Uh, what's it called? Spectrum. Or? Yeah, she would be Spectrum. They're not gonna make her Captain Marvel. I think they should just replace Carol Danvers. That's me. <laughs> I would love for her to be replaced. I mean, I agree, but just based on the <laughs> Ultimates team as it stands in the comics right now, it's Monica, Carol, T'Challa, America, and uh, Adam. Maybe we don't have like the other half of those characters. Well, the only ones we're missing is Adam and uh, well, I guess technically Monica, but I don't. But that's strange in there. But yeah, the only ones we're missing is Adam and America Chavez, and if the, and if the rumor is true that they're developing a uh, Young Avengers, then there you go, because she was first introduced in the Young Avengers. That's a weird character introducing the MCU, though. I never really liked America Chavez just because it's just confusing to me. She's like a Captain America type from another dimension. I'm like, what? Just be from here. What the fuck? Well, no, she's like a, a Wonder Woman type from another dimension. <laughs> but she has Captain America's like colors and stuff, right? In her in his shield. Well, no, she doesn't have a shield. Oh, just his colors? Yeah, she wears like the America colors. But she's she's Am I ba- confusing she's her? basically Wonder Woman. Like she's I might be confusing her with the Luke Cage one. The future Captain America, that's a girl. Oh yeah, that's their daughter. That's uh Jessica Jones and Luke Cage's daughter. Okay. Yeah, I'm confusing those two characters then. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. But yeah, I mean I'm interested in the uh the Ultimates, and plus it would make sense considering what, the, granted the Ultimates are more space oriented, but they deal with like the multiverse and all that other stuff. So now that you introduce that concept, it would make sense to have a team that, that, that guards and protects the multiverse or whatever. Yeah. So Which is also that. why I hope that eventually they introduce S.W.O.R.D. into this universe now that we have, now that Fox is purchased by Disney, I want, I want to see S.W.O.R.D. and the Ultimates mm. and Chicken Wings. Maybe, maybe. Seems like Shield's becoming a thing again, or at least whatever Nick Fury's like small sect of it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want me to say something? I don't understand. What do you want me to say? Gonna say something. <laughs> but also with that, they said that uh, in Infinity War, they thought about introducing the Living Tribunal. Infinity uh, War. Yep. Uh, we did try to put the Living Tribunal in the first movie. We wrote a scene in which he appeared during the Titan fight, and everyone was like, what? Whoa. He's got three heads. It would indicate a whole different level of architecture to the universe, and I think that was too much to just throw in. Yes. (laughs) It's easy to see where the idea was... Wait. It's easy to see where... What? It's easy to see where he's coming from, but Marcus was quick to say that that the idea is still in Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige's court. It's so too maybe random. Future, it was very random. 
But I guess somewhere in the future they they got they plan on introducing like eternity and the living tribunal. I mean, they should like, introduce Galactus at some point. Like he's just the evil version of those guys, right? No. <laughs> no, I think they're all celestials. No. <laughs> no. Never mind. I don't know shit about Marvel Cosmic. Apparently. <laughs> Galactus is basically uh, one of the forces. Like, if you destroy Galactus, you destroy the universe because he's like a force needed. But in the there, were, there were other Galactuses. Yes and no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> fucking comics, man. <laughs> Need a fucking strategy guide to figure out everything. So it's like you, dest- you destroy that universe, but uh, it's it's. It's too much. But yeah, every universe has its own eternity. Every universe has its own Galactus, but they're like different. Every universe has a mistress death, but they're all one. Like they're all technically one entity. They're just spread across different universes. Mm, Okay. I know nothing, Jon Snow. (laughs) But yeah, uh, speaking of knowing nothing, you don't know what the box office numbers are for this week. And... Uh, so yeah, uh, Aladdin is surprisingly number one, and it overperformed, and it made eighty six point one million at the box office. And would it be in a four day weekend? Because today Memorial Day, it's saying that it's gonna break the uh, it's gonna break a hundred million dollars for the four day weekend. Nice, which is way more than they were expecting. So that makes me go like, yeah, would they do a sequel? Consider because you know Hollywood is something makes money, they're gonna want to do another one. But at the same time, because they made Genie Human, doesn't make you can't do Return of Jafar. But whatever, they'll figure it out. Maybe they'll be like, "Oh, the human thing only lasted for a little bit." Oh, I'm a genie again. <laughs> I'm a genie again. <laughs> but also with that, John Wick is number two at twenty four point three million, bringing its total domestic total at one hundred million dollars. Avengers Endgame is number three with sixteen point eight. Bring his domestic total to $798.1 million. Mm. Detective Pikachu is number four, 13.3. Bring his total domestic uh, domestic total to $116.1 million. And Brightburn didn't make as much as they wanted it to make. It underperformed because they wanted it to at least hit the $10 million mark. But it's number five at seven point. $7.53 million. I mean, that's fine. Something we didn't mention in a review. I mean, I know I said I wanted the movie that they kind of gave us in the credits, but I think the reason why they didn't was because the budget was so low in that movie. I think it was like $7 million. That's really low for what they gave us. I mean, trying to do a Superman yeah. movie with Superman effects with $7 million? But I think, granted, you say $7 million. Like, that's like it's nothing, but yeah. in the grand scheme of movies, <laughs> that's less low. Yeah, in Hollywood standards, that's low, but yeah. I feel like they really utilized their budget well. They did. Like, it didn't feel like it was only a $7 million movie. No. Like, you think about other movies that get way more than that, and then you're like, oh, the CGI wasn't all that good. And it's like, you have no excuse yeah. for as much money as you spent in this movie to have bad CGI. Yeah, how much was Glass? I think even Glass was like 30 or something like that. I don't know. I know it was higher than $7 million. Yeah, it was. And it doesn't look it. <laughs> <laughs> and then... uh Another movie which I do want to see, Booksmart, is number six at mm. 6.5. That also underperformed. Mm. And A Dog's Journey. I was curious about that as well. Is that the one where the dog keeps dying and coming back? Coming back as a different dog. That should make me cry, man. I, thought, I watched the trailer. Oh. No, 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 no. I watched the trailer, and just the trailer made me tear up a little bit. I'm like, oh, Nico. 
He lives in you. <laughs> but uh, at WonderCon over the weekend, Marvel announced that they are doing a uh, for Marvel's YouTube channel, which I'm like, does that really count then? But an animated uh, Princess Shuri series. Oh. Wait, for the YouTube channel? For the Marvel, yeah, Marvel YouTube <laughs> channel. They threw a bone, like, yeah. That's why I was like, that doesn't really count. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know. I know they got, like, the Marvel YouTube thing, but I'm not, like, an actual channel where they actually put shit on there. Yeah. It's just, like, interviews and stuff like that, not, like, series. But I'm like, whatever. She's getting a series. She's like the CW seed of Disney. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, <coughs> I'm like, either way, it's cool. She's getting something. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Even though it's like the bottom of the bottom of the bottom. Yes. <laughs> but uh, speaking of getting the bottom of the bottom, because nobody gives a fuck. But uh, so, yeah, Jordan, you were a fan of Ezra Miller and Ray Fisher, right? Was I? <laughs> yeah, you, you loved them. You, them. Did I? They were the best thing about the DCEU. Were they? <laughs> well, it's going to break your heart to find out that their contracts actually end this month. And there's no, it's looking like they're not going to be renewed. Isn't, oh, that no. so, isn't that so sad? Oh, man. No, not the Flash movie that might never come out. <laughs> or so, the yeah. Cyborg movie I definitely never wanted. <laughs> or the Flash and Cyborg movie that they also talked about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, They're yeah. too busy, Michael. They're making like 30 Harley Quinn movies, like two Joker movies. <laughs> no time for Flash and Cyborg. Well, speaking of things having no time, there's always time to make a porn parody. <laughs> You had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Well, the big, what's the biggest movie that's out this weekend? This weekend? Yes. Aladdin? Okay. And they already have an Aladdin porn parody. Hold on, I'm looking this up for research. It's, it's called Aladdin. Aladdin. <laughs> wow. Wow, that genie looks hit. <laughs> that genie looks so hit. Well, so does Will Smith's genie. <laughs> okay. But yeah, it says... Drop your harem pants. This is the synopsis. My harem pants? Drop your harem pants and start rubbing your lamp because the most magical musical porn parody of all time is here. There's music in this? I I didn't see it, but that's what it says. They'll be singing while they're fucking? (laughs) Aladdin is the live action hardcore song singing. So yes, Blue Genie filled porn parody of Aladdin. And it was created by Wood Rocket and Pornhub. The horny folks behind Hamilton and the Game of Bones too. Hamilton. <laughs> when Princess Jismid, <laughs> bro, do they have to change the names like that though? Can't they just be like? <laughs> this is my first time reading this. Where Princess Jismid goes looking for a prince to satisfy her royal genitals, she comes across Aladdin over and over again. What the? <laughs> Comes across Aladdin as hilarious. Hilarious. With the help of his Vagini. Vagini? Are you serious? This is like fucking playing ad libs with Aladdin. With the help of his. I can't even read. Vagini. With the help of his Vagini and flying carpet, he disguises himself as Prince All D. All D. As Prince All D. But the evil Jafuck is. Bro. Jafuck? <laughs> but the evil Jafuck screws him over. Find nah, I get it. But, no, but, will, but will the evil Jafuck screw him over? Find out in Aladdin. 
I'm scared. Is there going to be like a gay scene in there too? Jafak screwing over a lot dick? Maybe. Jesus Christ. How do you say those names in the movie without laughing? Like, <laughs> But it stars April O'Neil for you porn aficionados out there. Okay. Uh, April O'Neil, April O'Neil, but not the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles version. Okay. Donnie Rock, Daisy Dukak, Ducati, Bucati, Tommy Pistol, AJ, Nikki Sequoia, and Will Tile. Wow. Okay. Jacob, so, cover your ears. <laughs> this disgusts me, but I'll be downloading later. <laughs> yeah, I figured as much. I'm going to give you guys a full review next week. <laughs> So, yeah. Perfect diction or something. <laughs> Aladdin coming to a screen near you. Coming, eh? <laughs> and again, and again, and again. <sighs> Prince Audi. <laughs> Woody is he. Audi. Uh, Trying so hard. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> a booty. <laughs> Can't be just called Jafuck. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> but speaking of another, what the fuck? So, uh, yeah, that nobody cares about. Um, Jessica Jones season three comes out next month. Moving on. <laughs> uh, the final season debuts June third. This is how the Marvel Netflix series die. But there are people are excited. Some people, some people loved season two of Jessica Jones. Did you ever watch it? No, I didn't finish it. It really wasn't good. I don't know what people were fucking talking about. Like, who are you people? But uh, speaking of something else that wasn't really good, and it shows in the box office uh, numbers, so Hellboy has ended its uh, theatrical run. And good. <laughs> it's lost a total. It lost a total? Of $75 million. Good. That's what you get. <laughs> fucking think about what you've done. But there's also still talk of their rebooting it for Netflix. Did you hear what I just said? No, say it again. I said, but there's also still talk of them rebooting it again for Netflix. Like it's a series or a movie? Series. Oh, so kind of what we wanted. We said that, didn't we? Yeah, but still, I'm like, not, but not with like David Harbor and these same people. No, not the same people. I mean, I give Hellboy another shot. I don't blame Hellboy for the shitty movie. I blame the people that made the shitty movie. I feel like maybe the the long form medium of a series might do Hellboy more justice. Give you time to be endeared to the character a little bit more. Maybe, but at the same time, for as fantastical as the world of Hellboy is, on a Netflix budget, I don't see it. I don't know if it'll look that good. Why? Like Hellboy's design and Netflix the, spends money. Do they? That's yeah. why they canceled Sense Eight because it was it cost too much money. Yeah, but when they do it. They they spend money. I I, could, I wouldn't see them doing it like half ass and having a shitty looking Hellboy. They have to do it practical though. They can't do the the half ass David Harbor way where it's like half practical, half CG. It has to be like old school Ron Perlman style. Oh my god! Please bring back Ron Perlman. That'd be so awesome. Yeah, no, he's too old. He's like in the seventies. It's all now. makeup though. Still, he got to do. He still has to move. <laughs> that stunt double. No. Anyway. Oh, he's like no. <laughs> But yeah, uh, speaking of something else that might be trash. Uh, so, Todd McFarlane, who's working on a Spawn movie with Jamie Foxx, he is saying that because there's a lot of arguments going on with the people behind the scenes and the producers and stuff like that of how this movie, how they want this movie to go, 
and they're having such issues that more than likely he said if they don't fix it or basically does do the movie that he wants, he's going to walk. Okay, well, good. <laughs> so he says, as you can imagine, everyone has a slightly different version of it in their head. You just go and try, you just go and trying to appease a handful of people while not giving in to what it is that I'm trying to do myself. Because if I have to change it too much, I'll just walk away from it all. So, who knows? We might get a Todd McFarlane list Spawn movie with hmm. Jamie Foxx, which I still. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I'm not that excited about this. I don't. I don't even understand why you're gonna have Jamie Foxx be Spawn if the whole if point you're is not gonna have him be Spawn. Like he's gonna be a shadow in the background. Or yeah. Whatever. Is, why? Why bother? Yeah. Why bother? It's weird. Just get a CGI person. Weird choice. But uh, speaking of why bother, uh, the creator of Attack on Titan, Hijime Isayama, he was not a fan of the season finale of Game of Thrones. (laughs) Good, because he's making a way better Game of Thrones in anime form. He says, uh, today I watched the Game of Thrones finale. There's something I thought about it personally. That's all... That's all I'm going to say for now. I'd like to explain what I thought of of I'd like to explain what I thought of today in the future ors, which is a Japanese emoticon or whatever. And he said something further along. Basically, I don't know what the fuck this said. Basically, <laughs> he says he didn't he didn't like it. Okay. So and I saw I saw people were like why is he giving his opinion? Who cares? Who is this guy? And it's like, no, cuz some people consider his show to be the anime Game of Thrones. <laughs> It is. And better. I don't have a segue for this. But, yeah. So, uh, there's talks that Sharon Carter and Baron Zemo are going to return to the MCU in the Falcon Winter Soldier series. It's going to be weird. But, wait. How? Sharon Carter's... Oh, Sharon Carter. Yeah, Sharon. Uh, I don't know Peggy. My, my brand would think not Peggy. Peggy Carter. Okay. So, so Sharon's going to be like, have you seen Steve? He hasn't called me back in like a couple of years. Yeah. And, nah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we meant to tell you about that, but <laughs> you, got, you can get with Bucky. So he went back to go fuck your aunt, right? And <laughs> now he's an old man, so I don't think that's going to happen for you anymore. <laughs> what? You mean my Uncle Steve was Steve Rogers? <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird? Gross, right? <laughs> But yeah, they're they're set to they're set to return. I wonder what role they would have. More so, Baron Zemo. I've been waiting for him to come back anyway. It feels like I mean, Zemo was a pretty big character in the comics, and he hasn't ever become the Zemo of the comics in the MCU. Yeah, but yet. he's not the same Zemo. <laughs> he's not. But at least give him like the comic accurate mask and stuff. Make him a villain in his own right. I don't care if he's like tied to Hydra or not. I just want him to be the Zemo from the comics, and like you know, stylistically. <laughs> He's a good actor. I could I could see him selling it. Well, speaking of things being sold, John Wick 4 is confirmed. Good. If it ended there, I'd be pissed. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, things ending and you being pissed, I'm pissed because this is stupid. <laughs> All the things that you could have did this for. So, oh Jordan, God, what the hell? trash DCEU fans. They raised money to promote the release of the Zack Snyder Justice League cut. People 
we're still talking about that? Yes. Bro, not... when was Justice League? At, at us. Uh, no, wait. Yeah, they're preparing to uh, do the campaign. They're preparing to lo- really launch the campaign at San Diego Comic-Con, but they already raised the money. Jordan, guess how much they raised? It's not like a million. It's not that high, but it's kind of high. 100000 No. 200000 Not that high. $10,000. And this is going to make the Zack Snyder cut? Still, like $10,000. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Give me that money. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You're throwing your money into a trash bin, lighting it on fire. Actually, no, $11,000. Oh, oh, oh. Release the SnyderCut.com. Guys. Or GoFundMe. That's the All right, GoFundMe. Let, me, let me talk to every single DCU fan out there that wants this. Ready? Move on. <laughs> like, fuck, man. Channel that energy to something more important, like a Justice League 2 or a better DCEU or anything. No. I'm going to release, raise $11,000 for the Snyder Cut. It ain't going to be better. <laughs> we got the details about it. Some additions would have been kind of interesting, but it's not enough to want a whole fucking new movie for it. It's over. You lost. <laughs> Is it? Yes. I don't know. I don't think they won. No. <laughs> none of us won. <laughs> we played the game of DC Thrones and lost. <laughs> but anyway... uh, that should have been, I should have ended with that. But like I said, I didn't organize this. But anyway, final news thing is also. With Holy the, shit, we're going to end two hours for once. <gasps> yeah, baby. <laughs> but yeah, also with the Disney Plus stuff. So Marvel Studios. <laughs> I said yeah, baby, but we got, literally got an email this week saying, hey, man, keep those reviews yeah, long. Keep it, yeah, keep it long. <laughs> Fuck you, listener. <laughs> but thank you for listening. <laughs> but yeah, so Marvel is in active development of a Power Pack series. You know what the power pack is? The kids? I know of them, but when I hear the term power pack, I instantly think of that group from Gargoyles. No. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, never mind. I mean, like, only two other people in the audience just listen to me. But yeah, everybody. as of right you now, though, about. they don't know if it's going to be a TV show. Who's uh, the power pack? Disney Plus. Who are the power pack? A bunch of kids. Who? And their power pack. <laughs> wow comic guy thank you so much for <laughs> shining light on that subject my name is not black gay I know every single thing about comics <laughs> <laughs> it should be <laughs> you got comic in your name let me see cause I don't <laughs> Marvel Power Pack um yeah oh yeah see I know I've seen these guys before I know Franklin Richards was part of it at one point but he's not like the original in the original Power Pack Power Pack is a fictional team of superheroes consisting of four young siblings appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Studios or Marvel Comics. They were created by who gives a fuck? I don't. Okay, Alex Power, Julie Power, Jack Power, Katie Power, Franklin Richards. Okay, <laughs> starring Franklin Richards. <laughs> so they're just they're basically an original team of superheroes. It's not like it's a a team of established superheroes. No. Okay. They're kid superheroes. Okay. But like kid is in like actual kids, like younger than Young Avengers. I mean, that can be cool. It's kind of like you're introducing Big Hero 6, but you know, into Marvel. Yeah. Let me see. Gargoyles Power Pack. Oh, no. Actually, I'm wrong. They were just called The Pack. So you're just trash. <laughs> <laughs> The old, my pack is the Gargoyles pack. Remember these guys? You don't. No. 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I had a huge crush on the main chick. I thought you had a crush on Demona. Desdemona. They're both hot. You see this chick? Look at this. I mean, yeah. My, if I had to choose, Demona's bae for life. But look at the She's the main one. She's, she married Xanatos. Okay. Remember Xanatos? Yes, I know who Xanatos yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So she married Xanatos. Look at that cleavage. Oh, yeah. Also, they became cyborgs. So there's that. Oh, yeah. Here they are. Do you remember when they were like that? When they were like cyborg robots? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but you see this guy, Jafar, Marwin Kenzari. <laughs> he looks like freaking like Zod or something. Like, I'm like why didn't they have a scene with him shirtless? <laughs> <laughs> because then all the young girls watching would be confused. Like they would have like a like a freaking crush on the villain. Uh, I won't be confused at all. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> all the tween girls. I want to I want to rub your magic lamp. I get it. You want to fuck Jafar. I get it. Yes, I do. I do want to fuck Jafar. <laughs> Wait, is that the end of the news? Yeah, I said that was the end. What a lackluster ending. The power pack? Boo. Boo this whole week. Look at that. And you're showing me <laughs> Jafar being ripped. He's very ripped. <laughs> but is it worth it? Is the trade-off of him being so sinister just yes. so he looks good? Jafuck. <laughs> Jafuck. Well, I should have ended it with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> like I said, I didn't organize any of this. Uh, well, for once, we've got a short episode. Maybe if we had seen Attack on Titan, it would be a two-and-a-half-hour episode. But right now, it's just two hours. And that's okay, Michael, because sometimes... Look at that. He looks suave. as suave oh my daddy. God. You're still looking at this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's over, Michael. No, it's not. <laughs> Oh, I guess that's it for this week's episode of Blair Vision. I mean, next week we've got what? Um, Godzilla! Yes! Giant monsters fighting! I'm so fucking ready. And you need to watch Attack on Titan because this week's episode was amazing. I guess it kind of works because it's kind of. Ma comes out next week too. Ma? Oh, that horror movie? Yeah. It's Godzilla, man. I don't give a fuck about Ma. (laughs) Two movies. Ghidorah! Godzilla! Two movies. I want to see both. If I have time, I'll see Ma. But I also need to catch up on like actually three movies. Well, you don't care about the other movie, but I want to see. What's the other one? Three movies come out next week. So Godzilla, Ma, and Rocket Man. What was Rocket Man? Elton, the Elton John with Taron Edgerton. I'm gonna see that. Wow. I don't give a fuck about. (laughs) I don't give a fuck about John Elton. Elton John. Who the fuck is? I don't know who John Elton. I don't give a fuck about him either. Ellen John ruined the freaking second Kingsman movie, okay? I don't want to see him ever again. <laughs> well, it's not him. It's the Taron Edgerton, the Kingsman. No, it's his fault. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's He ruined that movie. And he plays Elton John in the documentary or whatever. Yeah, that's probably why. Because they became, maybe they, I, I'm assuming they became friends on the set of Kings because it's too much of a coincidence. Yeah, that's weird. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that so much. And then he's doing all this gay baiting for the, which I'm like, what do you mean? I, 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 gay I get, baiting? I get it. What's he doing? Like, oh yeah. Like at one point I thought I could have been gay, but I turned out I'm not. And then you see the headlines. Cause what? People, <laughs> but turned out I'm not. What does that mean? Cause he's like, so I was sucking a dick, right? I was like, he's like, you know what? <laughs> he's, like, he's like gay are, are like websites and articles. They love it when a, a, a supposedly straight guy says, oh yeah, I could have possibly been gay. Then you see headlines all over the place and then, but then you read it and it's like, but he's not. So who cares? But what does that mean? Like what? He well, he's like, oh, like I thought I was, and then 
I w- it turns out I wasn't. I'm just comfortable around gay guys. It's just stupid stuff like that. Where it's like it's like gay bait, like like what, like what Michael Ham does on like fucking. Yeah, but I, I might, like what he does is like you know sexualizes himself for gay men. That's gay baiting. But it's almost the same thing. Where it's like you you kind of like allure like oh there's a possibility I could be gay but I'm not, but I'm gay. not I don't really... I'm not understanding what he means by I could have been like gay I'm way, I'm way more comfortable around gay guys than I am around straight people okay like, well I feel that way does it mean I'm gay me yeah. and you're friends well, we already established that oh. <laughs> see what I thought you meant was like oh no so I was halfway through sucking a dick right and then all of a sudden I was like you know what I'm not feeling this I don't think I'm gay <laughs> I'm sorry man who I'm sucking the dick of, I would like to stop now because I'm not gay. Oh, that's very fine. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad you feel that way. <laughs> I'm glad I can help you discover that about and, yourself. Uh, I, forget, I keep forgetting, but uh, Rob Stark is playing his love love interest. Ellen John's love interest? In the movie, yeah. Oh, Rob Stark. Yeah, okay. Richard Matter. Oh, I haven't seen him in anything since Game of Thrones. Have you? No. Hmm, 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 hmm. Whatever. Godzilla's next week. That's what I care about. And Attack on Titan. And maybe I'll catch up in like mm, Rising of a Shield Hero. Apparently it's gotten really good. Is that it? And Demon Slayer. Oh yeah, and Demon Slayer. And you need to watch CW. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You've given up. I get it. It's okay. I don't judge you. But I will judge you if you don't watch the end of Arrow. And I Crisis. Need, I, do need to, I haven't started yet, but I keep forgetting about Aegis of Shield. Oh fuck, Yeah. I don't see anybody talking about it though. Like that's why well, I don't remember. Yeah, me either. Because it needs to be fucking over. That's why. <laughs> it might be good though. I don't know. It's so good, no one's talking about it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll find out next week. But it's been this week's episode of Blur Vision. I've been your host Jordan with Michael, and we will fuck. Fuck. And we will see you next week with all D. <laughs> Peace. I can show you the jizz. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Jizzman. (laughs) Prince Ali, fabulous. He, Ali, Ababwa. Show some respect. Boy, genuflect. Down on one knee. Now try your best to stay calm. Brush up your Friday salon. Then come and meet a spectacular coterie. Ali, my ears, he, Ali, Ababwa. Strong as ten regular men, definitely. <laughs> He's faced a galloping horse. A hundred bad guys with swords. Who sent those ghouls to their lord? Why, Prince Ali. Fellas, he's got 75 golden cows. Now the ladies, what is that? Tight mammals. Everybody help me out. He's got a zoo, I'm telling you. It's a world class menagerie. Get up, get up, get up. Get up. Get up.